0: Did humankind even deserve this kingdom? During his youth, he'd listened to traveling ardents who accompanied the caravans. He knew that long ago humankind had won. A riotium, the final confrontation with the voidbringers, had happened thousands of years ago. And what had they done with that victory? They'd set up false gods in the form of men whose eyes reminded them of the night's radiant The life of men over centuries had been nothing more than a long string of murders, wars, thefts. The Voidbringers had obviously returned because men had proven they couldn't govern themselves. That was why the Almighty had sent this scourge. Heroes of presents The Storm Pod a Stormlight Archive podcast. Book 3, Oathbringer. This is just a quick spoiler warning for chapters 48 and 49 of Oathbringer. If you haven't caught up on your reading or you've picked the wrong episode, make sure that you do so. Um, We are getting pretty close here to the end of part two. We've only got a couple episodes left, so hopefully we'll be able to get those done quickly. Anyways, I just want you to know we always want you to enjoy the episode. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Sean Q, and his name literally means born onto microphone. It's Jack! What's <laughs> up, man? How are you today? Good, dude. How are you? Good, good. Are you? Um, how happy are you that you got to experience Adolin's happy? birth? I'm
1: very happy. Isn't that cool? Yeah, it's really cool. Red-faced... Fists pumping around. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's really great. It's actually for sure. It's a highlight. Yeah. Um, Dalinar's reaction brought to his knees. Yeah, dude. Couldn't get up. No. At first, but then found the strength. And they were saying, um, I think there was a, uh, you know, midwife or something that was like, you know, it's it's difficult for some fathers, and then he just scoops she, him right up, and, and then and he scoops him up and stands up, and he's yeah. just. And I love the fact that he has that moment of pause when being asked to be the Blackthorn again. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Like, not with my son. Like, I can't. I love that. That's. that's He was
0: just in a bar talking about how he needed to fight.
1: Yeah. His life changed like that.
0: Yeah. His life got flipped, turned upside down, is I think the technical. Yeah.
1: I think I think it did.
0: <laughs> he, 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 maybe he's going to go live with It'd Uncle go, Phil.
1: Yeah, I think he should go live with Uncle Phil.
0: Maybe, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny.
0: Um, yeah, but it's great. I love this whole um, Adolin, Adolin comes into the the past finally, mm-hmm. and how you know, it it shows us that from the get go, this yes. guy cared about his kids.
1: He did. He did. It seemed though. That prior to that moment though, mm-hmm. he was, you know, very worried about the pregnancy. And, and in some ways I thought maybe was trying to drown his sorrows because of the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. I, I thought, I mean, in, in, in the text that we have, it's, it turns out it's more for drowning. It appears to be to, and, and I'll, and I'll talk to you about this because yeah. I've got this idea about, um, who the combatants were in the chapter so yeah. in in rhythm of in rhythm of work <laughs> i love it as we have as we have called chapter 48 of oathbringer the rhythm of work yeah um not work the rhythm of, of not work the rhythm of yeah. war it's war <laughs> yeah war ellipsis w-o-r
0: ellipsis yeah. <laughs> umlaut is there an umlaut in there or no yeah
1: Let's, um, let's jump into it and then I'll, I'll give, I'll throw it some ideas that I had while, okay. while covering this. Perfect. Keeping it a surprise. Um, I like this. Keeping it a surprise. Okay. okay. Um, this one is Moash. So rhythm of, of work. <laughs> it's funny. Now I'm stuck saying work. <laughs> like it's like it's a real <laughs> word. <laughs> yes. It's great. Well, it is a real word, isn't it? It's just, it's, um, it's, a it's real, just, it's just it's un- a underused. Real boy. Yeah. It's a real, it's a real boy. <laughs> Moash grunted as he crossed the uneven ground oh sorry we we, we didn't, uh, yeah, didn't say the, ep- the first epigraph. little bit the epigraph is but we stand in the sea of beads nope well, that's what I'm thinking of is this. that
0: what you thought it was the sea of beads
1: yeah yeah, yeah. the glass uh, The uh, yeah. but we stand in the sea pleased with our domains leave us alone hmm do you think that sea is the the shades mar sea of glass like the could be pleased with our domains yeah with our domains remember the These author are- of
0: this letter has said that we said that no two shards should be in the same location at once so it's like this vast idea mm. of I don't know like I said before we, we say this every chapter that we're gonna have to just wait till we read the whole letter together because every time we record a new episode, we're forgetting the last few epigraphs and the context right. that they're bringing to the next ones. Right.
1: So, but we stand in the sea, pleased with our. Okay, so maybe it's not. See, I keep thinking that these authors could be Spren. The shards are somehow tied with, yeah. with Spren. But, but maybe not. <laughs> you hope that
0: Spren are hard at work, secretly writing a doing novel. everything. Yeah, they're just. It's like I that whole, <laughs> um, like a thousand monkeys on a, t- a typewriters. Like it's yeah, just yeah, spread It's Yeah. Just all t- t- t-
1: t- t- yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so what you're saying here is we stand in the seat, th- like, could this be like another people? Could be. Is Brandon, it's Mr. Sanderson introducing Gungans. Is that what's about to happen could, here? yeah. Is that we it, have- it, Yep. Betcha, betcha. Do we have some, <laughs> yeah. do we have some underwater beings that are about to make their, um, make their debut? Um, so not Sure. <laughs> 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 i think i think i think uh the consternation over jar jar has sort of uh calmed down over the years i think say. so too i i um I, think so too. I definitely
0: appreciate jar jar more when seeing the video that someone made about him having been a secret sith i i am totally down with the that se- <laughs> fan theory i <laughs> the love secret that sith. yeah oh, i like God. that i think that's great
1: I, I'm not a fan of that theory. No, and I love still, it. I think it's so funny. No, and I'm still not a, a great. Yeah, I I just not a great. Um, um, uh, admirer of that first movie, sort of hinging its success, if you will, on that character, which it mm-hmm. largely did. Yeah, you know, you could and, you
0: could make it. This isn't a Star Wars pod, by the way, everybody. No, just just, it's not just so you know, Wars. but you could literally track the success of hundreds of other movies afterwards to the Jar Jar character because it was the first time that they had ever done anything like it. And then all future renditions and using that technology all came from George and doing Jar Jar. So yes, he was maybe a flop in that movie, but he was also a pioneer
1: in the in the film space, right? So listen listen to you go. I'm just saying. Jar Jar banner here. You got your banner, you're holding it high. <laughs> yeah. I like uh, I like a jar jar. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's let's okay, go. Let's let, let's go. Let's okay. go back to Moash here. So this chapter, Rhythm of Work, is about Moash, not Jar Jar. Moash grunted as he crossed the uneven ground, hauling a thick knotted cord over his shoulder. Turned out the void bringers had run out of wagons, too many supplies to bring and not enough vehicles, Mm -hmm. at least vehicles with wheels. Moash had been assigned to a sledge, which was a cart with broken wheels. So this is funny for me. Yeah. A cart with broken wheels. Really? Because I'm pretty sure that's not really much of a cart. That's definitely not (laughs) a cart. Hence the new word, sledge. Yeah. A cart so, has
0: very specific needs in order for it to be a cart. That sounds yeah, like, like lots
1: of just wood. <laughs> That's just well, a flat it's piece funny, of wood. Like like a a cart without wheels yeah. um is a sled. It's like you, you were you now officially have a toboggan, but I don't know why to have the j on the end of it. It's a sled de <laughs> A sled j. Yeah, like I don't see why the extra consonants and vowels, it's it's a sled. Because it's a slog to pull the sledge. (laughs) To pull the sled. Okay, (laughs) they'd put him him out first in line pulling this rope. The Parshman overseers had considered him the most enthusiastic. I kind of like this, he put himself in the hardest labor on purpose. Yeah. We covered that last time. Yeah. And he's, been placed first in line here,
0: kind of like how Cal so would go
1: at the at the front of bridge runs, right, right. And I kind of like that he's like first here, right. You know what I mean, like he's and, and it turns out my suspicion was right. He's going to do bridge four's work here, right. Bridge four will emerge regardless of Moash's attempt. Oh, because to, of what
0: happens at the end of this chapter, yes, or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bridge four will emerge with this character, no matter how hard he tries to suppress it. Right. It's still going to come out. I do out.
0: find it funny, though, that he's all like, yeah, I'll pull a wagon. And they're like, sorry, we don't have any wagons. We don't have any wheels. You're going to have to pull yes, this sledge sledge. And he's like, sure, I'm super into it. <laughs> Can you make yeah, it actually harder? Yeah. <laughs> Can you put picks on the end of that just so it's just yeah. digging into the ground? Yeah. (laughs) Like just make it really hard for me.
1: You got any uh, rusty nine inch nails lying around that we could, uh, (laughs) hammer through the back of it. So I'm pulling it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Make it hard. (coughs) Okay. Um, all right. The parchment overseers had considered him the most enthusiastic. So here he is, but why wouldn't he be enthusiastic? The caravans moved at a slow pace at the slow pace of the Chulls. He had sturdy boots and a pair of gloves. Compared to bridge duty, this was paradise. It's true. You got some boots, you got some gloves. Hey, I'm good to go. Yeah. I've been this way through
0: way harder than this.
1: Yeah. I like you, how he you starts You mean to tell talking... me that you want me to do this without, or sorry, w- yeah, w- without incurring uh, um, uh, calluses? Yeah. You're actually giving me gloves? Right. This is great. Wow. This is cushy job. Yeah. Cushy job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The scenery was even better. Central Althkar was far more fertile than the shattered plains and the ground sprouted with rock buds and gnarled roots from trees. So this is actually quite nice. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. I like this scenery. Around him, hundreds of men were pulling wagons or sledges piled high with foodstuffs and lumber or leather made from hog's hide or eel skin. Mm-hmm. I really like this eel skin. Yeah. Yeah component um adds to the world building and i feel like it has a different look to it so i i immediately began thinking of um materials and textures in water world oh yeah right because they were wearing some unique sort of things for that film kind of
0: like fish skins and like
1: yeah yeah nets and just different textures in terms of the art direction um so I liked this imagining of the eel skin. Um,
0: yeah. Wearing, wearing like an eel skin jacket's more like an ew skin, I think. It's pretty gross. Ew. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Because they're ew. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's an ewe eel ew skin. skin. uh skin. Some of the workers had collapsed on their first day. Okay. The ones who had tried were genuinely, t- were genuinely too weak, but sent back into the city and a few were deemed to be faking their weakness while pulling these things and were whipped so these void bringers did do a little whipping mm-hmm. harsh Moash says harsh but fair especially if you were faking it Moash was surprised at how well the human workers were being treated though strict and unforgiving the void bringers understood that hard work you had to give the slaves good rations and plenty of time to rest they weren't even chained up because the fused were nearby and they could fly. Mm-hmm. So there was no sense, no hope of getting away. Right. This was the first where we get a little taste, and there's lots more to come, where Moash is admiring the Voidbringers. Yeah. It's full. Admiring, it's
0: full in here.
1: Of yeah. That. Full of admiration. Yeah. Um, moash found himself enjoying these weeks hiking i like the way it's referred to as oh i'm just you know going for a hike for weeks (laughs) yeah for weeks pulling pulling the sledge it exhausted his body quieted his thoughts and he fell into a calm rhythm this was certainly far better than his days as a light eyes where he'd be worried incessantly about the plot against the king it's interesting how a different perspective, right? Like you, you're carrying this burden of worried about assassinating the, the, the king. And now it says here in, in a little bit, he's just really enjoying being told what to do. Right. How much do you, much like do like do you new...
0: really believe him though? Like he's like, oh, I oh I see what you mean. this life here, pulling this wagon for weeks and going on this hike is so much more enjoyable than being having been a light eyes with a shard blade and shard plate worrying about an convincing himself of the king. yeah exactly yeah I he's think convincing he, yeah, he's definitely himself. he is definitely an unreliable narrator right now I th- i think
1: i think you're absolutely right yeah um he is trying to escape his inevitable let's say his fate mm-hmm you know, and the weight of the guilt that he feels, that's why he's here. He's too, he's too, he's too doing two things
0: though, right? Like this next yeah. line here, it says, it felt good just to be told what to do. What right. happened at the shattered plains wasn't my fault. He thought as he held the sledge, right. I was pushed into it. I can't be blamed. So then why is he punishing himself? Why did he go for the hardest labor? If it wasn't his fault and he can't be blamed, why is he punishing himself? And then, then, then in that punishment, saying, "I like this. I love enjoying this hike. It's really nice. Don't worry about me. I'm totally fine."
1: So I, so I have some thoughts on this. So these these thoughts comforted him when he's saying, "I was pushed into it. I can't be blamed." Yeah. These thoughts comforted him. Yeah. He's he's licking his wounds, comforting himself, like don't, don't feel bad about the fact that you tried to assassinate the king and betrayed Mm. Kaladin and bridge four. Right. But, but I think what's, what is apparent here is that there are multiple truths going on here at once. Mm -hmm. It's not just one thing that's true. It's several things that are true. Mm -hmm. Um, This work is lighter than bridge four. So in some ways it is enjoyable. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. He does He does feel guilty about the betrayal. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, he also feels justified. There's, like, there's
0: really only a very small moment that separates Moash's choice and Kaladin's choice. You cannot have him. Is the moment when Kaladin decides... I can't let this happen. Up until right. then, he was letting it happen. He was letting Elokar getting assassinated. Yeah. He's just really fucking lucky that he realized in time that it was probably going to happen now because no one was around to, to defend him and that Moash was on guard duty. So that's why he raced over right. there all hurt like he was. Right. To, to, to be able to get there in time. He's really lucky that it, he didn't show up and Elicar was already dead and they had already done already it. Already dead. Yeah, right? that's right. And there's a moment there where Moash sees Cal and can make that choice too. You know what? I'm bridge four. I'm not doing this. Right. And he didn't make that choice. So all this because of a split second choice. Cal, Cal could be, also be pulling sledges right now. Feeling like and this complicit. isn't so bad. Yeah. Because he yeah. could have also made the wrong choice at the end there. Right. Had his bond broken with Syl. He could have been right. disgraced on the run, picked yep. up by the fused in these camps. So Yeah. It's you know, I don't want to be too harsh on Moash because because he you know, he he didn't actually do the thing, right? He didn't kill the king. Because Cal stopped no, him. He didn't
1: he didn't do it but, but I was pushed into it. Um I can't be blamed. So Again, it's what we do as humans. Yeah, we fail to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. For sure, he will blame and will blame anything for it. Mm-hmm. Environment. He he Cu- was. Uh, I, I was he, urged into it. You know, I was I was cultivated. Right. Or or my culture cultivated it in me. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the but the for thing sure. that I want to say is uh, what what I want to say is that there are multiple truths here. It's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. just. One thing I totally yes, agree. your yes, your environment has an has an an, an effect on you. Yes, mm-hmm. you could have been compromised and cultivated and cultured, if you will, into things. Yes, but also you can also take responsibility. Right, it's not just one thing.
0: Yeah, he was he was created by his environment <clears throat> and then manipulated by Taravangian's agents to right. um, to consider killing the king. But he also wanted that, right? You know what I mean. And he that also doesn't chose excuse him, do him either,
1: right. right? Just because you're cultured and and manipulated, as you just said, mm-hmm. that doesn't excuse you entirely no. from your actions mm-hmm. and choices and and participation. Like again, it's it's complicated.
0: It's it's very complicated, and and I I think that's one of the reasons why I like Moash's character in this mm. book is because. You feel for him, but you're also like, motherfucker, why did you do that? Do it, you know? Especially when there's that moment we just covered last episode when Scar walks up to the meeting of the men and there's an empty space where Moash is supposed to be. Right, yeah. And we want him to be there. You know what I mean? But at the same time, he doesn't deserve to be there.
1: Not yet, but however, that's why he's here. Right. I believe personally that he's here because of the emergence of Bridge Four like what he experienced becoming a member of Bridge Four mm-hmm. it's basically it will it will out if you will it it's going to come out
0: so this is his long hard road of redemption
1: yes okay. he needs to he needs to basically become Kaladin. like he needs to go through exactly what Kaladin did in Bridge 4 find the hope destroy the wretch make make uh those that he can better mm-hmm. or suffer less. Well he's he's
0: he's starting it right here so I'm, i know I'm That's super it. excited for you to see where it goes cuz it's
1: okay. it's awesome. Okay, so unfortunately he couldn't ignore their apparent destination He'd walked this area and been on caravans dozens of times across the river, straight southeast over Ishar's field and cutting past the town of Inkwell. The Voidbringers were marching towards Kolinar, mm-hmm. with tens of thousands of parshmen armed with axes and spears. They wore what Moash now referred to as war form, carapace armor, a strong physique. We know this. Mm hmm. They weren't experienced. They they were like dark eyes scrounged from villages and pressed into the army, but they were learning and they had access to the fused, these powerful, imperious, intimidating entities surrounded by dark energy. Mm -hmm. I really like those words Mm -hmm. using to describe the the fused. Just got to compliment Sanderson, you know, gush, 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 of course, just the language. I love the fused. I love the words. Yeah, chosen. How his labeling so things. Great. To, yeah. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. I love it. Kolinar. What had Kolinar ever done for Moash? It was the place where his grandparents had been left to die, cold and alone in a prison cell. It was where the blighted King Elikar had danced and connived while good people rotted. Did humankind even deserve this kingdom? Hmm. That's an interesting word that I've often wrestled with. Here we have another case of in his mind, he's thinking, of course, I'm justified in wanting to kill Elokar. Look what happened to me, to my family. And look what happened to all these Parshmen. Do humans even deserve it? Right. Right. Well, and on that word, I'll say this. I've often thought about this, this whole thing. You know, deserve, I'm not convinced has anything to do with it. You know, it just seems to be that power shifts and that power comes from a multitude of different areas. Mm-hmm. And the concept of deserve is re- is a really strange one for me. Yeah. Um, because uh, I just don't see any evidence of it in place in existence.
0: I like replacing the word deserve with earned.
1: Yeah. Did humankind even earn earn this kingdom? Yeah. Did they earn it? Yeah. Yeah. Because they have not by
0: enslaving the parchment and treating dark eyes poorly and all this stuff, right? Yeah. At least the Alethi with their, their light eyes, dark eye
1: system. During his youth, he'd listened to traveling ardents. He knew that long ago, humankind had one a uh, horiatim, the final confrontation with the voidbringers. That had happened thousands of years ago. What had they done with that victory? They'd set up false gods in the form of men whose eyes reminded them of the night's radiant. A long string of murders, wars, and thefts. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, you can look on it that way. You can. Mm-hmm. To me, that seems a little... It's a, it's a little simple. I mean, just discussing one a long string of murders, wars, and thefts. Well, what's war? When words fail, right? Right. And I, I do like what uh, Gavilar says to his brother. In the know, next chapter? I, I wish I knew what words could prevent your sword. Yeah. 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 It's a, I, and, and, and we'll get
0: to that part because that's definitely some... Some back foreshadowing to the words that knights' radiance speak, and right, and like Gavilar, we'll talk about that though. We'll, we'll talk about that. But
1: but it, it plays here. It plays with the way that we view history, mm-hmm. right? We we could easily look back on things and say, "Well, it's just a string of murders, wars, and thefts." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a way that you could view it. Yeah. But perspective, as we're learning through this series, is key. Yeah, for sure. Um the voidbringers had returned because men had proven they could they couldn't govern themselves. That was why the Almighty had sent this scourge. Oh, okay. It's a different way of looking at it. So this scourge was because mankind doesn't deserve Kolinar, yeah. and now you're reaping the whirlwind because, as you put it, you didn't earn this.
0: Yeah, this is like the the
1: flood that God sends to clean the world to start over again. Right. But here's the thing though, you could build, you could build Urthiru completely made out of honor. Mm-hmm. Every brick, every stone, every molded, wh- whatever it was, you could build it out of honor mm-hmm. and there would be some chaotic force to come in and challenge it. Yeah. And it would have been well-deserved. That's my point, Mm -hmm. is that deserve has really got nothing to do. I'm not even sure if earning it ultimately counts. I mean, it counts, but against a force that doesn't care or play by those rules, it's got nothing to do with it. And that's it's only it's only going to be a shift of
0: power. It does seem like that. What what you just said does seem to be what the people who are in the know think of odium. It doesn't play the same right. games, right? Doesn't play, it doesn't play the same, by those right.
1: rules. No,
0: we don't really know much about this entity known as Odium. Yeah, and the more you know, the more you'll understand. But it seems like the Stormfather. Do you father, think Odium? Go ahead, go Sorry. ahead. Ask your
1: question. Well, do you, do you think Odium's a character? Like, like do you think he's or it's an entity? Like, it's. a. I mean, I can't answer something that. that oh, okay,
0: right? Because I know the. I'm I will tell no. you this. I know the
1: answer to that, and I can't tell you. you. Do
0: yes, of course.
1: See for me it's a, it's a big curiosity because I don't know if it's a like um like a word that means just a force mm-hmm. you know like a, a like, nebulous like honor like honor yeah
0: the almighty's if it's name just, was honor right so right was the other name that he had was Tanavast
1: Tanavast which
0: right. might have been his actual name
1: Tanavast and Odium Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm curious about all that. Yeah. The other thing I'm curious about, uh, I had this thought. I should probably just, I'm just going to do a little blurting. Okay, blurt it. We'll con- will consider this the blurt, the the Jack's blurt section of the podcast. Um, New segment. I was doing a little thinking about uh, the Almighty. What if the Almighty just gave up one day? Just like screw this shit. So w- we're told that Odium played a
0: role, right? Played a role in dis- in killing Honor.
1: Right. But what if that role was merely honor saying, you know what? I'm done. It's possible.
0: He might have let his guard down and that was when yeah, like struck. Yeah, like on purpose.
1: Yeah. You know, like almost like, you know, o- Obi-Wan confronting uh, Darth Vader. Okay, I'm not, I'm not fighting you anymore. Done. Yeah. But maybe in this case, honor could have been like, you know what? Those that, those that would... Revere me mm-hmm. or or to be manifestations of honor in Roshar are not worth it, like what molaf just saying here like like what if what if honor is like you know what, I tried, if you think you can do better than than I can, okay, have at it right, and maybe maybe the power like the shattering is like. That's why all of these different entities have different powers because they're like, they've picked up pieces of the almighty. Mm-hmm. Does that make any, is that, or am yeah, I aware? Yeah, I of mean, I, one of my wild No, no, no. Things?
0: I mean, I, I, I le- legit can't say anything. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I, yeah, you're, yeah. I'm glad that you're, you have musings and you have thoughts, but I, I just, I really can't react to any of this because I, I you know, like I can't. But it's it's great. I'll keep, keep doing it. Keep doing that.
1: <laughs> okay. Deserve a kingdom. Yeah, deserve. Tough word. That's a tough one. The Voidbringers had returned because men had proven that they couldn't govern themselves. The more he marched, the more Moash admired the Voidbringers. The armies were efficient. The troops learned quickly. The caravans were well-supplied. And when an overseer saw that Moash's boots were looking worn, he had a new pair by the evening. Hmm. Each wagon or sledge had two parchment overseers, who were told to use their whips sparingly. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I've in in my in the company that I work for, we are sort of we have several mantras, if you will, on how to. Um, get things done, but the, but one, the, but the one that stood out for me is soft on people, hard on process. right. Treat people gently, mm-hmm. but be hard on the process on how you get things done. That seems to be f- somewhat in play here somewhat because I'm, there is an exception here because of the way that they're treating their right. slaves. Ma- I yeah. like the
0: mantra of hard on people. Hard <laughs> on people. Yeah. Okay. Just people with hard ons. <laughs> um, Oh, <hard. laughs> Oh jeez. <laughs> so- a, sof- a soft process with hard on people and
1: joke and joke. Okay. Each wagon. Right. So these told to spare their whips, Moash heard the occasional conversation between an overseer and an unseen spren who were giving them directions. Right. So I like the presence of these unseen spren making their presence known once again.
0: Yeah, the same ones as Cal had like to deal Cal- with, right? Right. These and, are the these and, are the um ancient ones who have not taken a host yet. Right. Because when they take a host they become the fused, right? They fuse right. the um, listeners with themselves and they become something different.
1: Right. Um the Voidbringers were smart, driven, and efficient. If Kolinar fell to this force it would be no more than humankind it would be no more than humankind deserved. Ah, so he's talking about humankind he's talking about revenge. Mm-hmm. This is vengeful. Perhaps the time for his people had passed. Oh. Mankind's time is up, and right. Moash is okay to be an instrument in its destruction.
0: Yep. Because he doesn't. Because
1: honor has not been applied. But again, these are, you know, these are lofty judgments. Mm -hmm. These are, this is, this is what I mean when, when I'm saying it's complicated. Well, he hates the system
0: so much that he's currently living in that he wants to see it eradicated. Even if it means that he has to be in the slave class for the rest of his days.
1: You can eradicate it and what will spring up will be the exact same thing right what you're trying to achieve in terms of purity or innocence or perfection it's going to arrive again and again because it appears to be this chaos it's built in Mm -hmm. you can't it's endemic you can't escape it it's just i don't know it's just (laughs) we'll, well well we'll see where this is going. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious ultimately where all this is going with mm-hmm. these characters, but Moash heard, um, an overseer, right. He's hearing the conversations. If Kolinar fell, it would be more, it'd be what humankind deserved. Moash had failed Kaladin and the others, but that was merely how men in this debased age were. He couldn't be blamed. He was a product of his culture. What do you think? Well, he he couldn't be blamed product of his culture. Sure. sure, Yeah. But at the same time, not true. Not true. It's not the, that's what I'm saying. The truth is plural. It's more than one truth at the same time.
0: He's lying to us and he's lying to himself. That's right. He sure most people act like this. And so he can't be blamed to act like them too, Mm -hmm. but he still had a choice. He still yeah. has a choice right now.
1: Right. Yeah, he does. Only one oddity marred his observations. The Voidbringers seemed to be better than the human armies that he would, had been a part of except for one thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There was a group of Parshman slaves and they wore work form. Why were they being made to pull a sledge? At first, as Moash plodded across the endless plains, he fa- he fought the sight of the, of them encouraging. Or sorry, he found the sight of them encouraging. Um, it suggested that the, that the void bringers could be egalitarian. Maybe they'd simply been too few with the strength to pull these sledges. Yes, if that were so. Why were these parsh? sorry, yet if that were so, why were these parchment sledge pullers treated so poorly? The overseers did little to hide their disgust and were allowed to whip the poor creatures without restriction. Moash glanced in their direction without finding one of them being beaten, yelled at, or abused. Rarely glanced. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So he's witnessing this and this is making him angry or upset. Yeah. I think anger is a, a fair word. Moash's heart rent, retched, sorry, wrenched to see and hear this. Everyone else seemed to work so well together. Everything else about the army seemed so perfect except for this. Mm-hmm. Who were these poor souls? And that was it for me. So we get a little change of scene here, but that was great for me as a first-time reader because I thought, okay, this is where it begins. This is why you're here. Right. You're here to discover your honor, mm-hmm. and it is going to be in this process, right? Yeah, dealing Pretty with the parchment. I think it's brilliant. I mean, unless, of course, I'm wrong, and of course, this could be Moash could actually become a fully fused agent, um, and that could it could go there. Could go there too, um, and that would be tragic, in my in my opinion. That that would be where we enter into the. Shakespearean sort of tragedy component of, uh, Kaladin, um, teaching one to be better, giving him great skill. The tools and. Right. Providing all the tools and it being used against. hmm Right. So that would be. Wow. Like Moash could be the, in, uh, could be the instrument of Kaladin's destruction. Could be. Wow. I hope that's not the So case. <laughs> far, so
0: far in this chapter, there seems to yeah. be a little bit of hope for Moash because he does have compassion for these people who are being treated poorly. And that's how Cal would think, right?
1: Yeah. So. It, it angers him to action. Right. It's amazing. I love, I love what we're about to read here. Mm-hmm. This is how the chapter ends. I believe we're on the last couple of pages. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So we get a little scene change. The overseer called for a break. It was their 21st day of marching. Mm-hmm. They were on the final stretch to Kolinar. Not, befo- not far behind them, a village burned. There hadn't been anybody in it. but So why had the Voidbringers burned it? But not other ones that they'd passed. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it was to send a message because the smoke did look ominous. Or perhaps it was to prevent any potential flanking armies from using this village. Maybe. As a stage of, of, of uh, operations. What do you think? Um, Why did they burn that village, getting closer to Colinar? Do you think it's a message? Maybe. Do you think it's some kind of utility? It wasn't being used; it was abandoned. So let's.
0: There, there's the, the the group that is in charge of this army. Obviously, had a reason to do it, and mm. ca- and um, Moash is just not privy to that information. So maybe it's tactical. It's possible that they um, yeah. they mm-hmm. wanted that, that as the closer they get to Colinar the less the less easy it would be for armies that are trying to catch them to have anything to use, even if it's just like places to sleep, you know, burn mm. everything to yeah. the ground, raise, raise right. it to the ground and make it a hard, hard march.
1: So as he's observing the crew, he's thinking that, you know, pervasive, cruel treatment led to a tired crew, mm-hmm. which in turn... Led them to being forced to march to catch up when everyone else got a water break. That, of course, only wore them out and caused injuries, which made them lag farther behind. That's what happened to Bridge Four back when Kaladin, back before Kaladin, Moash thought. Everyone said we were unlucky, but it was just a self perpetuating downward spiral. Mm -hmm.
0: That's true.
1: Choice words. Mm Mm-hmm. The overseers called for his team to take up their ropes and get moving again. This overseer, she was a young parsh woman with dark red skin, marbled only slightly with white. She wore a hava, though it didn't seem like marching clothing, but she wore it well. She had even done up the sleeve to cover her safe hand. What'd they do anyway, he asks, as he took up his rope. What was that? She asked, looking back at him. Storms, save for that skin and the odd sing-song quality to her voice, she could have been a pretty Makabaki caravan girl. Mm-hmm. Love this. Mm-hmm. I love that Moash, despite his, this these heavy contemplations about right and wrong and what's honorable and what's not, what the mm-hmm. humans deserve, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff he's battling with. Yeah. Elokar and Kaladin betrayal and everything. He's noticing a moment of beauty in the world. Mm -hmm. And it's this Parshman, this Parshman woman, Mm -hmm. this overseer. That Parshman crew, he said, what did they do to deserve such rough treatment? He didn't actually expect an answer, but the Parshwoman followed his, followed his gaze, then shook her head. They harbored a false God, brought him into the very center among us. Moash says, the Almighty? She laughs. A real false god. A living one. Like our living gods. She looked up as one of the fused passed overhead. There are lots who think the Almighty is real, Moash said. If that's the case, why are you pulling a sledge? She snapped her fingers, pointing to the rope. Mm -hmm. Moash picked up his rope. That's a good response. Yeah. If there is this almighty then why are you here yeah. pulling this sledge? Well we know that the
0: almighty according to uh, Dalinar right. and the Stormfather that the almighty yeah. is dead.
1: Yeah, according to the scriptures the almighty
0: and, is dead. And yeah. and well not scriptures because they're not necessarily scriptures. The scriptures actually I know, say this phrase not, I cuz it's just a phrase I know I, I, know, say. I just don't want to like uh, insinuate that the Ardents also think this because they don't. They actually think the exact opposite. No. No. no, no. Um, yeah, I know. And according to the almighty himself, he's dead because the message he sends in the visions is I'm dead. Right. If you're, re-
1: if you're reading this, I'm dead. <laughs> if you were, re- <laughs> if you are reading this, yeah. yeah, you need, you need, if you, if you can read this, you don't need glasses.
0: Right. Um, who do you, what do you think about this, uh, reason for the harsh treatment?
1: Um, a real false god. So, yeah, they harbored a false god, brought him into the very center among us, a real one, a living one, like our living gods. So, a real false god. This is Caliban. Yeah, right. Yeah, this is this is uh, this is so his these group. These parchment.
0: Yeah, these are the parchment that he came in with, mm-hmm. the ones that trusted him, and the ones that spoke for him, and um, the ones he abandoned are now. The lowest of the low slaves. They're treated worse than the human slaves. So Cal got his freedom from it and left these people behind. And now these people are being treated pretty shittily by their own
1: people. Left them behind.
0: Well, I mean, he had to go. I, I, I'm i not saying he had not, to go. Of course he did.
1: But it's only he. He there's did only so them, much though. one person can do. I know, but there's only so much you can do in one place at one time. I know. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. Kaladin can't be everywhere. I know he can't, but he. I'm just saying it's not, it's just that it's not an easy thing. It's not like we can place this on Kaladin's no. fault. No. No. It's, no, it's. But
0: I wonder, I mean, it's not in this chapter, but I wonder if that group of Parshmen, who yeah, he was with, yeah, how much they blame him for it now
1: that's going to that's going to depend on their convictions and how they view what is right principles values a sense of honor as mm-hmm. as we're being confronted here We about. might we it actually might find
0: that. out because if um Moash, Moash starts has, to work with right, them he they they might talk right they might there might be some situation coming You know what
1: it's all the wind blowing the characters together Right Kaladin had an effect on those parshmen now those parshmen are going to meet Moash Right all it takes is one spark. Now you're right; those Parshman could now be Im- embittered. Yeah, they fucking hate they, them. They could, they could hate him. That could be true, and that could be a. That could be uh, again a, a, a dark, uh, you know, smoke uh, like a, a what's the opposite of a of a spark? I don't know, um, a little um, void sprint or <laughs> black hole or something. I don't know. Um. That could spark a rebellion against Kaladin, like a a, a more concentrated um, religious, you know, um, view here. Right, because if they see him as a false I mean, god, he, he's he's already being yeah declared a false god. So this is, um, first of all, to be declared a false one. Like I I, I don't know. I just uh, I I don't I don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. My hope though is that Moash is meeting with these Parshmen because Kaladin, like Moash, has had an effect on them. Right. Hopefully changing their perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll see. Moash fell into the sturdy rhythm of work. It wasn't long until he was sweating. He had grown accustomed to the colder weather near the frostlands. It was strange to be in a place where the sun felt hot on his skin. Moash liked to think that keeping pace with his crew could mo- Oh yeah. So this is interesting. His sledge soon caught up to the Parshman crew. So now his, his sledge and the Parshman are kind of side by side, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Now this is great evidence, I think. That's why it's there. Moash liked to think that keeping pace with the slaves could motivate, sorry, could motivate them. Right. So he's almost, he's doing his work Mm -hmm. and he's looking over at the slaves pulling their, um, their sledge or their on their caravan. And, um, he's wanting to have an effect on them. See, he, he wants it. Yeah. The one of, but one of them slipped and fell and the entire team lurched to a stop. And that's when the whipping began, the cries, the crack of leather on skin. And that's it. He'd Mm -hmm. had enough. Mm -hmm. and Moash dropped his rope and stepped out of the line. So that was my alternate title name was Out of Line. Right. Um, His shocked overseers called after him but they didn't follow. Perhaps they were too surprised to. Yeah. Several had bloodied faces and backs and the large parchment who fell who had slipped his feet were bleeding, so no wonder he had trouble walking. Mm-hmm. And there were two overseers whipping him, and Moash seized one by the shoulder and pushed him back. Stop it! Don't you see what you're doing? You're becoming like us! The two overseers stared at him, dumbfounded. You can't abuse each other, Moash says. You can't. He turned toward the fallen parchment extending a hand to help him up but from the corner of his eye he saw one of the overseers raise his arm and moash spun and caught the whip that cracked at him snatching it from the air and twisting it around his wrist to gain leverage and then he yanked it pulling the overseer stumbling toward him moash smashed a fist into his face yeah. slamming him backward to the ground storms that hurt he shook his hand which had clipped carapace on the side as he'd connected he glared at the other overseer who yelped and dropped his whip jumping backward moash nodded once and then took the fallen slave by the arm and pulled him upright ride in the sledge and heal those feet he took the parchment slave's place in line Wow, yeah, that's highlight for sure, yeah,
0: and taking his place in line is is very <sighs> Kaladin at the bridge cruise, right taking that front spot taking the most
1: dangerous spot in line
0: yeah it's that's very a, cool. actually
1: that's a that's a good uh, I said out of line, but maybe a place in line is also a good alternate title and pulled the rope taut over his shoulder by now, the other overseers had gathered their wits and chased after him. they conferred with the two that he'd confronted, one nursing a bleeding cut around the eye. Their conversation was hushed and urgent, punctuated by intimidated glances, and finally they decided to let it be. Moash pulled the sledge with the parchment, and they found someone to replace him on the other sledge. For a while he thought more would come of it. He even saw one of the overseers conferring with a fused. But they didn't punish him. No one dared to again raise a whip against the Parshman crew the rest of the march. Hmm. I love that ending, bro. It's great. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah, it's really good. That's the chapter. I
0: love, I love it when Moash says, stop it. Don't you see what you're doing? You're becoming like us. Yeah. Like he's this whole chapter. He's like praising them for being better, for you know like I, yeah. liking their work ethic and how they treat yeah. their slaves and all that stuff and then he, he's like you're becoming like us and it's that's kind of indicative in the fact that one of the overseers he was talking to was just wearing a hava with a safe hand yeah. covered up like there's no yeah. reason for that no but they're becoming but like them
1: well see it depends where that parsh woman you know had her previous experiences right right like if you're If you're a Parshman who had spent all that time serving the Light Eyes Mm -hmm. and the Alethi, then the cultural traditions of the Alethi would maybe become desirable Mm -hmm. for you if you gained freedom. Yeah. You might still want to adopt certain things that you had experienced. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's the only culture you know,
1: right? It's the only thing you know. So if, if it seemed proper to wear a Hava and do certain things... Then that's what you you may display. It's true. I I, um, I like
0: all of it though. It's it's all really really awesome. Oh, I love I love what you said.
1: Yeah, about hymns. Don't become like us. Um, I just had a thought now. What if? What if it's the parchment, or the void bringers. That are going to be the instrument in the return of honor. Hmm. What if Moash? What if this is. What if the uh, what if the light eyes can't be taught a new trick? what if um you know uh, Kaladin's you know expression like once a light eye is always a light eyes right? like what if that ultimately unite them all the efforts of these of these peoples, these different nations, what if that's just not going to happen Hmm. and what if the Parshman the Parshendi what we currently consider to be a terrible threat terrible thing
2: Mm -hmm.
1: what if that ends up being the only way for honor to return I mean because because you're fighting a losing battle On the other side. Like what if the Black... I've expressed this to you before with regards to concerns about Dalinar. It could be that he's a man who has changed. Mm -hmm. And he understands his past was bloody. And Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to be that anymore. Uh, That meeting Kaladin Stormblessed has had an effect. Maybe having the return of the Radiance has had an effect. Mm -hmm. But it could also be that you can't prevent this great and brutal instrument of war. And he's willing to use the radiance for his own advantage.
0: You know, there is something to be said. I, I I like everything that you're saying. It's all really fun theories. Um, Yeah. The one thing that you just (laughs) just said that, that pointed to towards something that is actually happening is that as we're reading these flashbacks of Dalinar's, yes, it seems to be, lining up with Dalinar's memories returning, right? One of the very first times yes. we had a flashback about mm-hmm. Evie was right after he remembered Evie. So we have to assume that as he's going through in the present, he's rediscovering his past just like we have. It's not a correlation, of one-to-one. Right. Like he's not going to no. be remembering um, Adolin's birth As we're reading Adolin's birth in this next chapter, but we have to assume that both things are kind of lining up at the same time. So the more we find out about the kind of man he was in the past, he's also remembering about his life with his wife. And so he, he's never forgotten what he's done. Do you know what I mean? He's never forgotten who he was as a warmonger, as the Blackthorn, but there's very specific memories that he has forgotten about his wife. And we are then more in the know of who the Blackthorn really is. But he already knows who the Blackthorn is. He knows what he's done as the Blackthorn. Right. We don't know. But as we find out, as he's kind of remembering his wife, we have a better understanding of what he's capable of. Right. So when you say like... You know, he could be the, the big bad or, or whatever he could turn out to be I the, don't know. you know what I, I mean? Um, we don't know, like the only, th- the thing that we know about him is what has been presented to us. And as we go through this novel Oathbringer, we are learning yeah. more about his past and what he was capable of. And so, right. you know, the atrocities and all that stuff, like we, we didn't know how vicious he was until we read L- La That first time we didn't know, well, you know what he, that was brutal. So yeah. So it's, it's interesting to find out like, as we go through here, who he, like this next chapter, I don't want to skip ahead, but this next chapter when he's all like, what do you mean? I hurt someone in the last fight that I had in a bar Yeah, and like his friends covered it up and stuff and he didn't even know. Didn't, so,
1: even, didn't even remember it. Okay, let's, let, hold on, let's okay. not do that yet. Let's say, yeah. what's, your highlight? Yeah, what's your highlight for the chapter? Oh, yeah. oh um, hmm. uh, well, there's there's some, there's some a peppering of, of little ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's ultimately, especially as a first-time reader, just the fact that he, you know, don't become like us. Mm-hmm. Um, and rising to that occasion. You know, mm-hmm. noticing the slaves and going, wow. Seeing that they were beginning to treat themselves no differently mm-hmm. than the light eyes. Right. You know, and so him recognizing that. And also, I think the, I think it's the Im- emergence of Bridge Four within him that is well, going It's definitely to a Bridge Four move that well, he does at the end. 100%. Yeah. So that for me, like stepping out of line getting involved here. I mean, the way he caught the whip, mm-hmm. like his training, like I personally believe that he could give all of them a run for their, for their money. Yeah. He doesn't have to be, he's there by choice. Yeah. And the, his training, he, he could, I mean, I don't know how he would do against the fused. No, he doesn't um, have magic.
0: Well, I mean, he be, beat one with just a spear. He he did. Yeah. He was able to do right? it. But so but, he
1: could probably be, be overcome. So he knows when, he knows when the. For sure. When he when he's beaten, let's say, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm I have high hopes for Moash. I like so many characters in this series. I'm on shaky ground yeah, all the time. For sure, no um, idea how it's going to go. My highlight,
0: my highlight is actually something that hasn't happened yet. It's the possibility oh. of something happening okay, when he joins what? this crew at the end. Yes, there's. The, there's the a slaves. couple of mm. possible things that could happen. And my highlight is the setting up of those next steps, which is yeah. either he's going to find out that Cal was with this crew before yes. and will be like, actually, and yeah. Stormblast is pretty fucking amazing. He's the exception of us. He's like the one human who's amazing. And he actually probably was trying to help you. Right. Or he's going to be like, yeah, you're right. That guy's a piece of shit. Like the, it's, you know what I mean? Cause like, they're going to not, not like him. And so, and, and Mosh is like, well, it's not my fault. Cal sh- didn't choose with me. So now I ha- have bitterness towards Cal.
1: So it's. He, he doesn't have, he hasn't been expressing a lot of no, bitterness he ha- he towards hasn't. Cal.
0: But I, I, l- my highlight is the, what's those conversation is, is that conversation going to happen? And what's that conversation going to look right. like if it happens? So that's, I mean, it's not even in the chapter, but it's that, that no, ooh, but that's something's, your... a, something's bubbling now and it's great. <laughs> so
1: very cool. Yeah. Okay. Chapter 49, mm-hmm. born unto light. Yeah. This is a moment in time. We're going, we're going back in time. Yeah. <laughs> 23 years ago, in fact, where mm-hmm. Dalinar presses his fingers together.
0: Gives us a really great then, idea of how exactly old Adolin is.
1: Yeah, it does, doesn't right? it? Yeah. 23 years. Yeah. Such a young man. But what we get at the start of this shocked me. Although I shouldn't be so shocked. Yeah. What but the fire this? moss? Yeah.
0: Well, it's great because like we... We weren't allowed to know that Dalinar had used fire moss in his past until we knew about Tef's usage.
1: Right. Right. And then we also, because of this, and because of the others that are there with Dalinar, mm-hmm. okay, Bashan, and like we know the fire moss's utility. Right. It's to help drown out the... Scars of War. Yeah.
0: And Dalinar you know? doesn't seem to be an addict of Fire Moss. No, he's he's using it um I say of Fire Moss because Right. I think it becomes pretty clear in this chapter that he is an addict of the thrill. Right. The well, way he talks so... about the thrill is the way Tef talks about Fire Moss. And the fact that Dalinar can just casually use fire moss, right? But it's like it doesn't do anything. Not like the thrill, and he th- talks about the right. thrill several times in this chapter.
1: So I know, yeah. For me, this chapter mm-hmm. there's several there's several battles going on. Right. Okay. There's the battle between the wrestlers. Right. There's the battle between Bashan and uh, I forget the other character's Hava name right or now. Something? Yeah, H- H- Habar. Havar. Havar. Yeah. Havar. Havar. So there's the battle between them in the uh, in the betting. There's the internal struggle within Dalinar. But to me, the real well not the real, but but the battle that sort of seems to be determining the outcome here mm-hmm. is is the thrill versus the moss. Right. Both these addictive things that you can have rule your life, if you will, mm-hmm. like Teft. Does Teft have the capacity to feel the thrill? Probably. Probably. If Dalinar can connect to it, mm-hmm. Kaladin uh, ca- connects to it.
0: Kaladin's never connected to it.
1: Oh, has he not expressed the thrill? No. Nope. Oh, okay. I thought that. I thought that that had been uh, mentioned once. In I Way don't. Of I mean,
0: it, it. I might be forgetting, but I'm pretty sure he. No. Kaladin he does has not never embraced thrill. the thrill. Ah, uh,
1: okay. Okay. So for me, that's an interesting state. That, that, it's almost like a secret thing in the room. Yeah. Where it's like one addictive thing versus another. Mm-hmm. Um, almost like turning the moss and the thrill into characters. Right. Right. Okay. So Dalinar rubs his fingers together, scraping the dry red brown moss against itself. And he felt the warmth like an ember, a thin plume of smoke, rose from his calloused fingers and struck below his nose and then parted around his face, everything faded and he experienced euphoria. He didn't even mind when Bashan accidentally elbowed him. Mm -hmm. So I like that. I love the weaving of these characters all tied together. Yeah. So you're right. My first thought as a first time reader, I thought of Teft. Yep. So it's a way of connecting Dalinar to Teft. Right, exactly. Um, so here he is, most places being hyperns would have won him a bubble of space, but at the stained wooden table in this poorly lit den, social standing was irrelevant. Here, with a good drink and a little help pressed between his fingers, he could finally relax. Here, nobody cared how presentable he was or if he drank too much. Mm-hmm. Here he didn't have to listen to reports of rebellion, and imagine himself out on those fields solving problems the direct way, sword in hand, thrill in his heart.
0: And I think there's a an important ellipsis here. Mm-hmm. It's like he's pausing on the thought of having thrill in his heart. In his heart, he's yeah. literally high on drugs. And he's thinking about this other thing that he wishes this he was other high thing. on. other Yeah. See, that's
1: what I mean. See, yeah. he's using the moss, but the thrill's like, no, no, no. It's lo- always some- looming, right? I've got something better. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I love it. Yep. I just, that's yep. how I viewed this whole thing was the thrill versus the moss. Yeah. It's really cool. And I just, I don't know. I liked looking at it. And like, he doesn't
0: something. drink his drink. I think it, it says it. Oh, yeah. He, uh, no, he, he's, he, he's about he, to he say does. He doesn't even drink his alcoholic drink.
1: Uh, yeah, he rubbed. The, yeah, you're right. I think. So. Oh no, he t- he took. I think I thought he, he eventually does, a, but he's a, just a not pull. interested in it uh, like he would normally. Right. be, right, right. Well, there's no sense because yeah. the moss is doing its thing. Right, and if that doesn't work well, the thrill. Right, has got something something better mm-hmm. in mind. He rubbed the moss vigorously. Don't think about war, just live in the moment, as Evie always said. Havar returned with drinks. This lean, bearded man studied the over crowded bench and then set the drinks down and hauled was he say hauled and slumped drunk out of his spot oh yeah that's funny he squeezed in beside Bashan Havar was light-eyed good family too he'd been one of Dalinar's elites back when that had meant something I like too that you know there has already been all this adventure Mm -hmm. you know all these other stories have already happened yeah this like, was one of his elites.
0: Yeah. And and also he, um, with Bashan, he went on adventures with and like in their younger right. days, like he, you know what I mean? So see, he's already like a decommissioned soldier
1: now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Almost retired, really. Bashan though, Bashan was an odd one. Dark eyed of the first non, a portly man, traveled half the world and was encouraging Dalinar to go with him to see the other half. I love that. Mm-hmm. Small highlight for me is this Bashan character who's seen half of it but wants to show the rest of it or experience the rest of it with Dalinar. With Dalinar, yeah, I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Havar grunted, squeezing in beside you. Bashan would be far easier if you didn't have a gut that stretched into next week. Just trying to do my duty, Bright Lord. Your duty. Light Eyes needs folks to obey them, right? I'm making certain that you've got lots to serve you, at least by weight. That's funny. Yeah. So I'm going to make sure that you've got lots to, uh, at your command by increasing my girth. Yeah. Dalinar took his mug but didn't drink. For now, the fire moss was doing its job. His wasn't the only plume rising in the din of the of the chamber. I like that. These little plumes of smoke, like, almost like little chimneys yeah. in, in, in the area. But... We can think of Teft. Teft, you're not alone here. Yeah. Well. It's not just you. Yeah. Right? In this story. Yeah. In this story, but I'm just saying in general, like Teft seems to also, you know, I'm, I'm broken. I'm beyond, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, reproach here. I think, I think that's the hardest thing probably for an addict to learn is that, you know, you're not, you're not alone. Mm Mm-hmm. And you're not irredeemable. Mm-hmm.
0: I think what this right? does, too, is it gives us a, a baseline comparison for how far Teft has gone into it. Because he says, Teft says in right, his chapter right. where we find out what he, that he's an addict for Fire Moss, that, you know, it's not an a- abnormal thing for soldiers to do Fire Moss. To use it, right. Right. Um, And then in this den, a high prince is using it and he's not being shamed. It's a normal thing. Other people are doing it in this bar too. Yeah. But what Teft is doing is abnormal. He, in his chapter, he wakes up, goes back to the den and does three bowls of it before Kaladin and Rock pull him away. Yeah. There's a huge difference here. So he is taking Between something that is use. normal and it's, uh, it, you know, it's uh completely understandable that people do it, but he is abusing it to another level. Right. So, yeah, it, it's, I like it because it gives us an idea of how far Teft has fallen. Into Teft has gone with yeah. it.
1: Yeah. True enough. Um, Just doing my duty. Okay. That's funny. Didn't drink. Gavilar hated the stuff, but then Gavilar liked his life now. In the center of the dim room, a pair of parchment pushed tables aside, then started setting diamond chips on the floor. Men backed away, making space for a large ring of light. A couple of shirtless men pushed their way through the crowd. The room's general air of clumsy conversation turned into one of roaring excitement. "'Are we going to bet?' Havar asks. "'Sure,' Bashan replies." I'll put three garnet marks on the shorter one. I'll take that bet, Havar says, but not for the money. If I win, I want your hat. Deal. <laughs> you're so so. You're finally uh, going to admit how dashing my hat is. Dashing, Bashan says. I'm going to do you a favor and burn that thing. Dalinar sat back. That's
0: Havar says mm-hmm. uh, is saying that, right? Yeah, Havar Bashin's says that. Burning the,
1: Dalinar- the hat, yeah. Havar, set, or sorry, Dalinar sits, sits, sits back, his mind dulled by the fire moss. Burn my hat, Bashan says. Storms, Havar, that's harsh, just because you envy my dashing profile. The only thing that's dashing about that is how it makes women run the other way. <laughs> it's exotic, from the West. Everyone knows fashion comes from the West? Yeah, from Leofor and, Yaz- and Yazir. Where did you get that thing again? The Pure Lake. Oh yes, the Pure Lake, the bastion of culture and fashion. Are you going shopping uh, to in Bavland next? I feel like we're getting a little a little uh, insight here. Pure Lake Bavland, it's like no, that's those are not That's not where you yeah, go. Those are not that's not, places, not where you go for right, for, for fashion. fashion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so basically Adelin would avoid those places at all costs.
0: Yeah, and we already know from Adolin that <laughs> Leofor is one of the places he looks to as a place of fashion.
1: Right, right. Bastion says, well, the barmaids don't know the difference. Anyway, can we just watch the match? I'm looking forward to winning those marks off of you. Dalinar closed his eyes. He felt as if he could drift off, maybe getting some sleep without worrying about Evie or dreaming of war. In the ring, bodies smacked. And that sound, the grunts of exertion as the wrestlers go at it. It seems to pique Dalinar's interest here. Mm -hmm. The shorter wrestler danced out of the other's grip and they revolved around each other, crouched hands at the ready. When they locked again, the shorter man pushed the opponent off balance. Dalinar notices better stance, kept himself low. The taller fellow has gotten gotten by too long on his strength and size and he's got terrible form. Mm Mm-hmm. See, he can't help but notice even when he's trying not to notice the battle he can't yeah even, it's impossible even
0: for him. though he's not involved in it his mind is battle um, ready like he 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 sees it and he can pick it apart almost like mm-hmm. he's a um, wrestling commentator do you know what i mean he knows yeah. Yeah. he knows the fight so well <laughs> that he can see all the different facets of this little match between these two men and it's really really cool yeah. he's got a mind like a really great <laughs> mind for it
1: Dalinar should be there with a the spanry going. Okay, so we've got the we've got the two. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's Jerry the King Lawler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the contest, the fight that led me to almost kill Gavilar. He thinks. Mm-hmm. Dalinar sits back down. The shorter man won. Havar side, but rolling a few, but rolls over a few spheres to Bashin. Double or nothing on the next bout. Nah, says Bashan, hefting the remarks. This should be enough. For what? Well, to bribe a few influential young dandies into trying hats like mine. I tell you, once word gets out, everyone is going to be wearing them. You're an idiot. So long as I'm a fashionable one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's funny. Yeah. I would love to know if it's going to be true that eventually um, Havar is noticing <laughs> the people these are hats wearing these around. Hats. Yeah. Like, and he's just like, ugh, like, bothered by it <laughs> yeah. because... Fashion has made it as personal. <laughs> that could goal. definitely
0: be a question that we ask uh, Sanders. And so, uh, b- super burning question, sir: Are these did pure Bashion's, like hats? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, did fashion's hat ever <laughs>
1: catch on? Oh God, I love it. It's like uh, what's that? What's that thing from uh, Mean Girls? Fetch! It's not gonna. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. These pure like hats. <laughs> yeah, That's gonna happen. it's gonna happen. Um. The next wrestling match started, and I think, yeah, he, Dalinar winces as the two competitors collide. Why did he keep putting himself into situations like this? Dalinar, Havar says, any word yet on when we're going to the rift? The rift, Bashan asks, what about it? Are you dense, Havar says. No, but I might be drunk. What's up with the rift? Rumor is they want to set up their own high Prince. Son of the Old One. What was his name? Tanalan, Dalinar says. But we are not going to be visiting the rift, Havar. Surely the king can't, we won't be going, Dalinar says. You've got men to train. And I, Dalinar, drank more wine. There you go. I'm going to be a father. My brother can handle the rift with diplomacy. So I took this to mean that he's here. He's worried about Evie. He's drowning his concerns. And when he took the pull from the wine, I thought, wow, like he doesn't seem like he wants to be a dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so that's how I was thinking about Dalinar when I first, first reading this. Yeah. Was just that he's like, Ugh, I don't want this again, kind of adding to the whole thing with Evie. Like he's trapped. He's with the woman that he's right. not really in love
0: with. I think the, I think the thing is, is that the thing he really wants is to be out yeah. on the battlefield. He wants to be punching, kicking, killing, and destroying people because that's what he loves the most. Okay, and but here's so, a question. Yeah, go ahead.
1: How much of that is Dalinar?
0: And how much is that? How much of that is his addiction to the thrill? Yeah, I mean, at to, this point, those two things are completely linked. So that is Dalinar. You think the thrill? Now we talked Dalinar about how Teft was. Teft was the addict. And then for a shorter period of time, when he was a slave in the the bridge crews, he was a clear minded, different person. He wasn't teft any longer. He was a bridge crew sergeant or whatever. He wasn't, Mm -hmm. he wasn't that man anymore. Well, Dalinar in this moment is a Rick, like he's, he's linked to the thrill and his want of it. And so there is no, there is no Dalinar without it. He's sitting here thinking about it. You know what I mean? He wants the battle. He wants that ability to get there and then get taken over by the thrill again.
1: Right. I'm worried about this thrill business.
0: But what I was going to say was that he, he might not necessarily be worried about Evie and not wanting kids. But those things, Evie, the kids... Um, diplomacy is keeping him away from the thing he really wants. So it may come across right. as him not wanting kids, but the real reality is, is that it's keeping him away from the thing that he really desires, which is getting back on the battlefield.
1: Right? Yeah. You see what I'm wondering, what I'm wondering is if it's the thrill that is interfering here. Dalinar seems genuinely pleased with the birth of his son. Mm -hmm. He seems elated and joyous. For sure. Okay. But the thrill doesn't want
0: that. Right.
1: The thrill doesn't want Dalinar to back down or slow down or to consider his son's well-being.
0: Does the, does the fire moss want Teft to be high all the time?
1: No, but the fire moss isn't capitalized.
0: That's, that's true. That is true. And we know that the thrill is a byproduct of one of the unmade. So it, it definitely right. has more of a, a supernatural mystical thing going on than just a plant, a moss that, that can get you high. But
1: if we, if we were to attribute the fire moss to a personality, I mean, if the fire moss has the capacity to be abused by someone, or an entity, well, you know, what to what extent does the fire moss bear that responsibility for its being? I see, it gets kind of, kind of complicated. I think in this
0: moment, Dalinar wants the battle and what comes with the battle is the ability to get the thrill. I don't necessarily right. think he's being influenced to want the battle. He already wants the battle. Do you know what I mean? He wants to fight as we, as we're going to find out here in a moment with him getting into fights. He says, why do I keep putting myself in this situation? Right. I'm a drunk who keeps going to the bar. Why do I do that? I'm, I'm a, I'm a fighter who keeps going to places where there's fucking fights all the time. And then I end up putting people in the fucking hospital because I don't know when to stop. Right. So so him, that's what him be- going that's to the I'm- bar and getting into a fight with some dudes who probably have no business fighting him and a little later they tell him, like, you know, yeah, we didn't tell you, but one guy I lost his was- arm, the other guy fucking babbles like a baby now. That those three men are the three extra balls of fire moss Teft is doing. He's overdoing it. That's right. He can't just get into a nice wrestling match. He has to break bones and put people in right. the hospital.
1: Right, but that's what I'm saying, he's addicted to the thrill. Right. Right? So that's wh- that's why I asked you the question, how much of this is Dalinar? My point is it's hard to it's hard to experience mm-hmm. Dalinar without all these other things that get placed on top mm-hmm. of Dalinar. A simple question would be is the thrill and that which it brings to a, a person is that Dalinar? I think I would argue, I I would argue, I would argue, no, I would argue the thrill and what it brings this Mm bloodlust, like breaking bones, removing limbs, Mm -hmm. just, you know, just beating your enemy into the ground incessantly, Mm -hmm. this need like that, I would argue is not, um, um, how would I word it? A, 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 a prime element to Dalinar's being.
0: No, I, I, I agree. I just think that he is an addict just like Teft is yes. and will go and do the thing that an addict will do. He will put himself in situations where he can right. get into fights because the thrill is there waiting.
1: Right. Um. Okay. How, uh, hang on. The King can't politic his way past open rebellion, Dalinar. Now, this is Havar Mm -hmm. commenting here. How much of his interest in the Rift was his duty to protect Gavilar's kingdom? And how much was his craving to feel the thrill again? Right. It's a very good question. That's kind of what I'm talking about. He felt like half a man these days. Right. Half a man because you've been co-opted. You you are losing yourself. You mm -hmm. don't have a sense of yourself anymore because you've been taken over by this other entity right now I it doesn't excuse behavior because mm-hmm. because the with the thrill we come dangerously close to this this whole thing of the devil made me do it right and I, I guess as I was saying in the previous chapter the truth is plural right it could literally be multiple truths here mm-hmm. you take you take ownership of what you do regardless mm-hmm. and you're affected by the thrill that could be true. The thrill could be in charge. The devil could have made you do it. Right. But there's no one thing that's that's going to be a singular truth I here. think it's, it's going very, to be
0: very telling that the same quote was used with the Teff chapter and this chapter yep. where Dalinar says, I feel like half a man. Right. And we talked about yeah. the Scott Whalen comparison to the song Creep. Yeah. And... The yep. I mean, this is a purposeful line here for addiction, and I mean it is showing that he yep. is addicted to
1: the thrill. Hundred um, percent. A master servant stepped up to Dalinar's table. Pardon, Bright Lord, but uh, you should know, the feature match will have to be canceled. What Bashan asked, "What's wrong? Mock isn't going to fight." pardon, the master servant repeated, but his opponent has stomach problems. The match must be cancelled. There were a series of disapproving boos and curses, shouts, as, and spilled drinks as word got around the place, anger spread boiling up on the floor. To Dalinar, this racket sounded like the calls of battle, and he closed his eyes and breathed it in, finding a euphoria far superior to the fire moss. Storms he should have gotten drunker. He was going to slip, mm-hmm. so he's compensating with with drunkenness and fire moss to try to beat the thrill. Yeah. See, that's what I mean here. He's using other things to try to, to squash the thrill.
0: That that knee, that scratch that itch. Yeah.
1: And in the arena is the thrill mm-hmm. boxing it out with these other things. And it just so happens. It out.
0: Yeah, and it just so happens that this guy's opponent is missing which gives him an opportunity to be able to shoot up with the thrill
1: right I know it's amazing I love it um might as well be quick about it then he tossed aside the fire moss and stood up pulls his shirt off Dalinar Havar says what are you doing Gavilar says I need to have more concern for our people's sorrows seems like we've got a room full of sorrow here Havar's jaw dropped bet on me for old time's sake he leaned off the table on the other side then shoved through the crowd someone tell that man he has a challenger silence spread from him like a bad smell dalinar found himself at the edge of the ring in a completely quiet room this i thought was odd to imagine Mm -hmm. that the room just goes silent at first as a first-time reader I, i was you know, I was thinking, wow, this is awesome. Yeah, I'm like, th- he takes off his shirt. He's going to be this challenger going to the <laughs> to the front of this uh, of this uh, l- this little uh, arena, um, and then the room goes silent. It's yeah. almost like the room went like, oh shit. No, Dalinar, we don't want you. We don't want this. Right. Like they shut him down.
0: Yeah, because and they, that was a surprise because for me. I was they like, they know the stories of what right. happens
1: when he gets into those bar fights. Right. But I didn't know it at the time so I was thinking wow that's odd. Like yeah. why aren't they cheering? Like, yeah they'd this be like they oh my god see? the high like a, is gonna a fight. Spectacle? Yeah. 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 Like I, I was thinking I was ho- wanting that in that moment. The wrestler mock stepped back his dark green eyes wide anger spren vanishing. Mm-hmm. Oh. He was angered that the match was cancelled didn't have a challenger but then when yeah. the black th- thorns there. No, that, that goes.
0: Do do you, would you, uh, would you want to fight Jason Voorhees?
1: No. (laughs) Well, are we comparing Dalinar to Jason (laughs) Voorhees? Fuck yes, we are. He's a fucking monster, bro. (laughs) I know, but a monster, like Voorhees is an, is a monster, um. An uncontrollable killing zombie. Yeah. And I, you know, I mean, that's a little different than Dalinar colon, but okay. But you know what? I like that you brought in Friday the 13th. So very cool. I like me some hockey masks. And mm-hmm. We are Canadian, so we are. Yeah. <laughs> Brightlord. Hang on. Uh this this mock wrestler. Word was that he'd never been defeated. Mm-hmm. Well, Daliner asks, you wanted a fight and I need a workout. Brightlord, the man said, This was to be a free form bout, all uh hits and holds allowed. Excellent, Dalinar says. What, you worried about injuring your high prince? I promise you clemency for anything th- that is done to me. Hurting you, the man asks. Storms, that's not what I'm afraid of. He shivered visibly, and a Thalen woman, perhaps his manager, smacked him on the arm. She thought he'd been rude. The wrestler only bowed and backed away. Mm-hmm. Dalinar turned about the room, confronted by a sea of faces that suddenly seemed very uncomfortable. He'd broken some kind of a rule here. The gathering actually dissolved. Parshman retrieving spheres from the ground. It seemed Dalinar had been too hasty to judge rank unimportant here. They'd suffered him as an observer, but he was not to participate. Mm -hmm. He growled softly, stalking back to his bench, anger spren following him. He sat down and pulled on his shirt, stewing. The room fell silent as people continued to leave. Dalinar just sat there tense body expecting a fight that would never come no thrill nothing to fill him it's probably for the best bright lord H- havar says i want to be among the soldiers again havar dalinar whispered i want to be marching again best to keep a man sorry best sleep a man can get is after a long march and damnation i want to fight i want to face someone who won't pull their punches because i'm a high prince so to be honest with you, when he sits back down
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it goes to this little conversation between him and his friends, I'm actually kind of impressed because I didn't anticipate it going that way. Right. I thought with him being so charged with the thrill and anticipating this thing, I thought he was going to get into a serious argument with his friends. Right. Like I was anticipating Dalinar doing to try something. To pick bad. a fight to get a fight. Yes. Right. So I'm actually kind of surprised. Once again, Sanderson surprised me a lot during this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like I was anticipating like people going, yeah, the high prince is going to battle mock, you know, he's it undefeated. Like that, yeah. But, you know, it wasn't like that. And then when he, even when he sits back down, I thought, I thought that the thrill was going to, had already won. Well, he, he wasn't
0: it, in it yet. Right. He hadn't. I know. He hadn't gotten the thrill yet. So he still has control right now.
1: <sighs> yeah, I know. It just is different from what I thought. Mm-hmm. I want to be a soldier again. I want to fight. Then let's find such a fight, Dalinar, Havar says. Surely the king will let us go. If not to the rift, then to Herdaz or to one of the isles. We can bring him land and glory and honor. So it's interesting that um, Havar is almost a facilitator friend yeah, yeah. for Dalinar.
0: Like, oh, you want you want some cocaine? I know a guy. Yeah, I, yeah. You want to fight? I know a guy.
1: I know a guy. You you want land to land a conquer? No problem. Yeah. There's plenty there around.
0: Yeah, there's some places we can
1: go. Yeah. That wrestler, Daliner says, there was something to his words. He was certain that I would hurt him. Was he scared off because of my reputation in general, or is there something more specific? Bashan and Havar shared a look. When, Daliner asks. Tavern fight, Havar says, two weeks back. Don't you remember it? Dalinar remembered a haze of monotony, broken by light, a burst of color in his life, emotion. He breathed out. You told me everything was fine. They lived, Havar said. One of the brawlers you fought will never walk, Bashin says. Another had had to have his arm removed, and a third babbles like like a child. His brain doesn't work anymore. That's far from fine, Dalinar snapped. <laughs> Pardon, Dalinar, but when facing the Blackthorn, that's as good as one can expect.
0: So fucking metal, wow. bro. That's so metal.
1: <laughs> it is metal. Dun, 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 You're right. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that's pretty metal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> that's funny. The ba- Blackthorn Deliner is crossed... metal,
0: you know? Blackthorn is metal. The, there's yeah, de- there's sure. definitely like an old, like, like ride the lightning or like... <laughs> You know, Master of Puppets playing whenever he's on the battlefield. For sure there is.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm thinking. Kill all. Uh, I'm That's, thinking it's Mastodon. Or, it's just yeah, the whole,
0: yeah. all of Kill all is playing on repeat when he's on <laughs> the battlefield. Sabaton.
1: Okay. <laughs> I, I, I feel you on the metal. You're right. Dalinar crossed his arms on the table, grinding his teeth. You know, it's funny. The fire moss wasn't working. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Because the mm. thrill's in full swing here. Yeah. But him sitting down crossing his arms, he's like, Muh. Mm. Like, he seemed like (laughs) Like a little kid, like angry at pouting. Um, I want my freezy. I want my freezy. Yeah, right. Um, Even now, he felt on the edge. He had had the urge to smash this table and everything in the room. He'd been so ready for the fight. He'd surrendered to the temptation and then had the pleasure stolen from him. Mm Mm-hmm. I just, I like this language. Like you, you've stolen this from me. Like he, he surrendered could have
0: to, to the temptation of
1: getting right. into a fight. Right. But, but even just that, like the pleasure had was stolen. Who stole it? Yeah. You did. Yeah. I'm going to take it out on you. That's why I thought this was going to be like explosive and yeah. reactive and just. He felt all the shame of losing control, but none of the satisfaction of actually getting to fight. Someone, uh, comes in here. It's actually a character named Toe. Mm-hmm.
0: This is his brother-in-law.
1: Right. So Toe wore a Alethi, uh, wore lethy clothing, one of the new suits that Gavilar preferred. It fit him poorly. He was kind of spindly and no one would ever mistake Toe for a soldier. Dalinar, Toe asks, the guards said that I could find you here. Was it, was this a party? Ah, Toe, Havar says, how could it have been a party without you? Toe's eyes flicked toward the chunk of fire moss on the ground. "'I'll never understand what you see in these places, Dalinar.' "'He's just getting to know the common people, Brightlord. "'You know us dark-eyed types, always wallowing in depravity. "'We need good role models, too.' "'This was Bashan talking. "'He was cut off by Dalinar as, says, "'What is it, Toe?' "'Oh,' the arrearan man said, "'they were going to send a messenger, but I wanted to deliver the news.' My sister, you see, it's a little early, but the midwives aren't surprised. They say it's natural when... Dalinar gasped, like he'd been punched in the stomach. Early midwives, sister. He charged for the door and didn't wait to hear the rest of what Toa was going to say. Um, it's so funny that he's um wanted a fight, mm-hmm. wanted to feel feel something, a blow from someone else. And this this is the blow that he gets, right? The way it's described, a punch in the stomach. Yeah, and I sort of like it how he he got he got a little, yeah, he got hit, yeah, like he he wanted, not how yeah, not and the way he takes off, yeah,
0: is reminiscent of some of the times when Dalinar was charging headfirst into battle.
1: Yeah,
0: I like that imagery of him charging in.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to go take care of this. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Yeah. That's, that's really, I love that. That's my new highlight because he gets, he gets punched. What's his reaction to being punched to confront what punched him. Yeah. Well, what punched him? The news of the, he's going to be a dad. Yeah. And he's, so not, I'm going to he's charge. There. Yeah. It's also, it's also cool. We, we can look at it like that, but in a, in a surface level look at it mm-hmm. he wants to be there for Evie mm-hmm. he wants to be there for his, his son you know like we, we can look at it like that too all thoughts that, that, of that, that the Dalinar, thrill
0: fire moss and drinking all go away yeah and he takes off to something way more to be important. a dad yeah
1: yeah to be a husband and a father yeah yeah, yeah it's so awesome it's amazing we do get a, a POV change or a scene change or oh, oh. sorry scene change um Evie looked like she'd fought in a battle. I love this too. Mm-hmm. I love, dude, the weaving of, uh, you know, giving birth and comparing it to being to in a battle. Like, yeah. Yes. It's yeah. so awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Her expression on her face, uh, her expression on her face was similar to that of the soldiers that, that Dallaner had seen. Sweaty brow, half dazed, a drowsy look, exhaustion, spread present. They were the mark of a person pushed past the limits of what they thought that they could do mm-hmm. yes yeah I remember Respect. I remember it
0: yeah same Yeah. same
1: yeah I remember it yeah when I witnessed the birth of my son I remember it mm-hmm.
0: yeah I uh, yeah my stories are a little different I think but the first time I saw it the second time I mean I thought I was gonna lose both of them so it was oh, uh, wow. it was fucking really scary everyone came out okay I, but it was uh an, I don't like know if an emergency C section. Yeah. Oh yeah, wow! I'm sure I, I'm sure I have. It's been years though. It's Did been you? like six years since I was born. So yeah, it's uh, it was scary, man. It was really scary. Like everything was fine, and then all of a sudden it wasn't. And they were rushing her out of the room, and I didn't even get a chance to say like goodbye or anything because I didn't at the time didn't think that I was going to be allowed in the room. And um, oh, the way wow. that the doctors were reacting, it was like. It was was a serious emergency, and I just, like, I just yelled at my wife as they were wheeling her out, like, I love you. Like, I didn't know what to do or say, and it was really fucking scary. And then they told me, you can come in the room. So I came in the room, and Tracy was completely out of it, and, like, it was, like, you know, touch and go there for a couple seconds. Then I was holding Fiona, and then it was, like, okay, the baby's okay, but the mom might not be. And Tracy had to recover for like two hours before the doctors were like, okay, she's past the, the, you know, the scary point. She's going to, she's probably going to be okay now. She had like one of those like warming blankets, like one of those puffed up warming blankets on her for like two hours. And I had to keep waking her up because the doctors were like, don't let her fall asleep too long. You know, it's okay. We want her to sleep, but she needs to stay conscious. And like, it was fucking scary, dude. Like, yeah. So, um, that's intense. So Tracy definitely had the marks of a person who were pu- pushed past her limits that day. Past the limits, and, uh, wow. Yeah, and she crushed it. So she, you know, <laughs> she's, uh, it's one of the reasons why my wife's my hero. Like, she's pretty fucking awesome. So I'm really lucky That's to have right. her.
1: That's mm-hmm.
0: right. She's the she's the black marm.
1: She's the black, the black, <laughs> black marm thorn, or the thorn? black mom?
0: She's the black marm. I'm the black to, marm. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Just trying to make a <laughs> random joke. All right. Okay. Um. she bore a smile of quiet satisfaction mm-hmm. a look of victory yeah oh, man I love this you know I love I love the way this Dalinar's is telling
0: us in his own words you know what I mean like how right. he interprets yeah. the world
1: so how he interprets it yeah, yeah. A look of victory Dalinar pushed past the the doting surgeons and midwives stepping up to Evie's bed she held out a limp hand a gesture that would have been a sign of intimacy to the Alethi but Evie still preferred that hand Mm -hmm. the baby Dalinar whispers a son she says healthy and strong a son I have a son where is he being washed my lord said one of the midwives he will be returned shortly torn buttons Evie whispered you've been fighting again Dalinar just a small diversion that's what you say each time Mm Mhm must be hard for her like just giving birth husband there you notice the buttons you're mm-hmm. you're already having to deal with this just after the birth mm-hmm. and it's funny because
0: just, he didn't fight but the evidence of no, intent is there
1: sure and and i
0: don't think that
1: i mean i suppose one is worse than the other if you've torn someone's arm off and made of somebody such that they can't speak anymore okay that's that's worse than just wanting to do it right but even the wanting to do it is something to have to deal with yeah and in this moment that's the last thing Evie needs exactly yeah she doesn't need that added on to this experience she doesn't need this bullshit yeah she doesn't honestly (laughs) she doesn't doesn't. I don't know I I really felt for her in that that little bit you and Toe came uh, here to Alethkar because you wanted someone to protect you you sought out a fighter Evie yeah, Dalinar squeezed her hand and says this. Mm-hmm. She squeezed his hand back. A nurse approached with the bundle in her arms, and Dalinar looked up, stunned, unable to rise. Now the woman says many men are apprehensive at first when she cut him off. So she cut off as Dalinar found his strength and seized the child mm-hmm. from her arms. He held the boy aloft in his hands, letting out a, a whooping laugh, and glory spread, burst around. "'around him as golden spheres. "'My son,' he said. "'My lord,' the nurse says, "'be careful. "'He's a colon,' Dalinar said, "'cradling the child. "'He's made of hardy stuff.' "'He looked down at the boy, "'red-faced, wiggling and thrashing "'his tiny fists around. "'He had shockingly thick hair, "'black and blonde mixed, "'good coloring, distinctive. Mm -hmm. "'May you have your father's strength,' "'Dalinar thought.' Rubbing the child's face with his finger, and at least some of your mother's compassion, little one.
0: Do you think that the he rubbed his child's face with his moss fire moss finger? You think he got bits of fire moss on there, or do you think he cleaned his hands?
1: <laughs> his his coke fingernail? Um, <laughs> I hadn't you thought of that, that, Sean. No, I
0: didn't. You should wash those fucking you hands, mentioned... bro. Seriously. <laughs> I'm just gonna spread this fire moss
1: all over my son's face. Oh my gosh, I had not thought that at all. Um, I was trying to take this in as a nice. It moment. is a nice time, t-
0: but you know of me, dude. I am a ruiner. But I, I, uh, I, I ruined that you,
1: shit. <laughs> fire moss into this. Okay, yeah. you're right. Okay, fine. Here's my here's my druggy here's my drug finger. Mm-hmm. Um, good coloring, distinctive. Um, some of your mother's compassion. Looking into the into Adolin's face, looking into that face, swelling with joy, Dalinar finally understood. This was why Gavilar thought so much about the future, about Alfkar, about crafting a kingdom that would last. Dalinar's life so far had strained had stained him with stained him crimson and thrashed his soul. His heart was so crusted over with creme it might as well have been a stone.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But this boy he could rule the princedom and support his cousin, the king, and live a life of honor. I like that Dalinar thinks this. Yeah. it's what lot.
0: It's what all of us have thought think, seeing our kids. Yeah. That maybe my kids will be able to do the things that I didn't get to do. Be the honorable person that I wish I was. You know? Right. know. Do what's, better. What's that? Um, what's that uh, Radiohead uh, line that you've quoted to me before about seeing Am, the reflection, ambition? No, the oh. no, no, no. The seeing yourself in your children's eyes. What's that line?
1: Oh, baby's eyes. Yeah, eyes, eyes. Um, darn, the name of the Radiohead song escapes me. I believe it was when Tom first looked into his. His child's eyes for the yeah, first time. Yeah, there's a there's a really. And he wrote a song line. about the experience.
0: Yeah, I can't remember it right now. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll look that either. up some other time. It's too bad. Yeah.
1: Um, well, because so much is going on in that moment, you're yeah. right. And so now he gets it. You know what? I remember thinking similar things that when you first have a child, everything changes. Mm-hmm. It's just it completely changes changes your your worldview. I find. Um, his name, bright lord, asks Ishal, an aged ardent, from the devotery of purity. I would burn the proper glyph words, if it pleases you. His name, Dalinar says, Adoda, means light. He glanced toward Evie, who nodded in agreement. Without a suffix, my lord. Adoden, Adodal? He almost said a doodle.
0: A dood- He almost said a doodle. Yeah, I agree. Yeah,
1: Adolin was almost, I'm just saying, he was <laughs> almost named a doodle. Yeah. How about Lynn? Dalinar whispered. Born unto. Adolin. It's a good name. Traditional and full of meaning. Which other character is named Lynn in this?
0: Um, the Scout Lynn.
1: Right. Right. What about, uh, what about, um, what's, um, father's name? Lirin. Lirin, that's it. a little different. Okay. Lynn, full of meaning, Dalinar surrendered the child to the nurses. And he caught sight of a regal figure standing at the back. How had he missed Gavilar standing there? Gavilar took him by the arm and gave him a good thump on the back as they left the chamber. Dalinar was so dazed he barely felt it. He needed to celebrate, buy drinks for every man in the army, declare a holiday, or just run through the city whooping with joy. He was a father. An excellent day, Gavilar says, a most excellent day. How do you contain it, Dalinar said, the excitement. Gavilar grins. I let the emotion be my reward for the work I have done. Dalinar nodded, then studied his brother. What? Is there something wrong? Nothing, his brother says. Don't lie to me, brother. Well, I don't want to ruin your wonderful day. Wondering will ruin it more than anything you could say, Gavilar. Out with it. Have to admit my first thought here. Mm. I don't think I knew the age difference between Jasnah and Adolin. Okay. So my initial thought here was, well, hang on it how much older is Yasna to Adolin, Mm -hmm. which I don't think I was sure about. Mm -hmm. Um, And I should have remembered, I think it was in one of the other previous flashbacks, I think Yasna was already born. Yeah. So I should have remembered that, but I didn't. Yeah. So I'll confess that when I read this, I thought, oh, is this news that Gavilar has, is this, well, I don't want to ruin your moment, but... We're also pregnant. Like, we're or we're also having right. Yasna. I went, no, no, I think she's older. So yeah. I was kind of mulling that, that over m- at the time. Yeah. 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 yeah so so, she's
0: been, yeah, she was born in the last one, which I'm not sure when it was, but um, I'd have to look that up.
1: Um, yeah. I don't but, know how, what the age difference is between them. But, anyways, yeah, I um, I'd sort of forgot that. But so I wasn't prepared for what was about to come. The king mulled the nodded toward Delinar's den. Right, he wants to leave and get privacy. So this is a matter that he wants privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, the den was more to his liking. A few chairs, a hearth, simple rug, a cabinet with various exotic and potent wines, each in a distinctive bottle. They were the type it was almost a shame to drink as it spoiled the display. It's your daughter, Dalinar guessed. Her lunacy. This is funny.
0: This is This gets back to what yasna said during her pov that we just got that she had this illness when she was young right and we were like what the fuck is this and i was like i've read these books several times and i missed that the Mm -hmm. those other times so this is what it's referring to is this moment in her life when she was really sick right and they're calling it really lunacy
1: her lunacy. Now yeah. for me, because i I'm still trying grasping at straws with all my crazy theories, and mm-hmm. one of my crazy theories is that the Black Thorn is Yasna's father. Right. Right. Which is I know was one of my crazy theories. Um so describing her condition as her lunacy, I was thinking, Wow, well, no more so than Dalinar, than mm-hmm. than the lunacy that we see on display when he's going for the thrill. Right. Yasna's is fine, and recovering, it's not that, Gavilar frowns, his expression dangerous. He'd agreed to a crown after much debate. Sunmaker hadn't worn one, and the histories said um, Jazeriza Ellen refused them as well, but people did love symbols, and most western kings, they wore crowns. Gavilar had settled upon a black iron circlet, and the more Gavilar had grayed, the easier the crown was to see. I am failing, Gavilar says. What? Rathalas, the rift. Yes, but I thought propaganda, Gavilar says, intended to quiet critical voices in Kolinar. Tanalan is raising an army and settling into his fortifications, and worse, I think the other High Princes are encouraging him. They want to see how I handled this. There's talk that I've grown soft over the years. They're wrong, Dalinar. Dalinar had seen it. These months living with Gavilar. His brother had not grown soft. Mm-hmm. He was still as eager for conquest as ever. He simply approached it differently. The clash of words, the maneuvering of princedoms into positions where they were forced to obey. This for me is the biggest tell about the Blackthorn. Which is? Well, what I've been fearful of saying. um, They're wrong. His brother had not grown soft. Is Dalinar with all this unification, other princes were wondering, is Dalinar going soft here? They were they were having similar thoughts. Well, f- first they thought he was mad or right. still some of them probably still do. Um, but he was still as eager for conquest as ever. The same could easily be said for Dalinar. Right. Don't you think? He simply approached it differently.
0: Yep. You're, I think you're right.
1: I mean... It would make sense if he had seen his brother do similar maneuverings. Well, then you—that's how you'd learn the tactic yourself. Yeah. You yep. don't seem to have much to say on this. It's either that it's either I've I've got it right, or that is another one of my wild theories that I'm barking up the wrong tree.
0: There's, th- there's a lot going on in this novel when it comes to Dalinar yeah, as the black thorn and or yep. choices made, and I, I need to let you ruminate <laughs> on what okay. you feel because if I give too much input, it'll steer you yeah, one way or another, it. and I, I can't yeah, do yeah. that, right? So,
1: no, no, no. Um, he'd simply approached it differently. The clash of words, the manoeuvring of princedoms into positions where they were forced. Do you ever wonder? about the time when this kingdom was truly great, Dalinar? Hmm. When people looked to the Alethi, when when kings sought their advice, when we were radiant, hmm. Dalinar has only one word response to this. Traitors. Right. So just even to stop on that, mm-hmm. the knights radiant. That's what... The, the word is capitalized when we were radiant.
0: Yeah. So that means that knights- Gavilar at this point is already in these thoughts he's been having about wanting to bring back radiance. Right. It's, it's at, at the very least, he's already on track to get there with the whole sons of honor and um, like his plot to bring back the old gods of the Parshendi or the uh, of the listeners, all that stuff. He's, at the very least, started his journey in that direction.
1: Galinar's one-word response to this, though, Mm -hmm. is traitors.
0: Right, and... We take for granted that at the beginning of this book series, there were some people who saw the Knight's Radiance and called them the Knight's Radiance because they th- saw them as these glorious beings hopeful. who existed. Yeah. Gl- hopeful. And then yes. others referred to them as the Lost Radiance. And that was really propagated by the um, the Ardentia and the hierarchy before that and the religious people were using the radiance and the heralds as a basis for their religion while still demonizing what they did and the recreants and all that stuff to, right. to, to So when he says traitors, he's just following along with what he was taught by the Ardentia as a young man that they betrayed us. They were traitors. Right. Whereas Gavilar right. seems to be like, you know what? There might be more to the story that we don't know.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Does the act of a single generation negate many generations of domination? We revere the sunmaker when his reign lasted, but in the blink of an eye, yet we ignore the centuries of radiance, yet we ignore the centuries that the radiance led. Mm-hmm. How many desolations did they defend mankind? Right. The Ardents talk about this in prayers, didn't they? He tried to guess. And Dalinar says, 10. A meaningless number, Mm -hmm. Gavilar says. The histories just say 10 because it sounds significant. Either way, I have failed in my diplomatic efforts. He turned toward Dalinar. It is time to show the kingdom that we are not soft, brother. So I like so much that Gavilar says 10. It's a meaningless number. Mm-hmm. I love this.
0: Because of how I'm significant hoping significant 10 has been in the series has so been,
1: far? And I am looking forward to this. It's the first time this is mentioned in this way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay? And I'm looking forward to a, a moment in this series where that indeed is broken. The idea of 10? Yeah. Where there, there there's something else, there's a a, a another herald? Mm-hmm. Or are there, can there only be 10? No, no, there it's not that there's a limit to the radiance, the knight's radiant.
0: There is there there's is no limit one thing that has come up numerically which is okay. sort of important that does break the 10. And you pointed it out already. Oh. and I'm going to remind you. Yeah, yeah. It is the champion with nine shadows.
1: The champion with nine shadows that fights for Odium.
0: Right. So the number nine is already attached to Odium. Right. So I just, I thought I'd throw that mm. out there. It might no, be no, meaningless, no, no, but it's, but it is one example of 10, not being included in this significant numerical ten epoch kingdoms, ten uh, order, yeah, uh, orders, ten ra- uh, heralds, ten yeah, you know, ten shard blades, ten whatever or ten. Uh, but honor it blades. still
1: is ten because it requires it's one challenger and nine to back him up, like nine shadows. Yeah, I almost look at it like you know, like a herald, and the nine follow. The one within who gets, you know, I mean, like something like that. Almost like um, you have a perfect circle or an order of of individuals, like these heralds, and you've you've got ten of them. But if I can reach one of them, if I can get one of them to turn Mm -hmm. to become a champion of Odium, then the others may follow. Right. Um, Something like that. I don't know.
0: Hmm. That's that's not a bad theory, actually.
1: Okay, I forget where we were. A meaningless number, I like that. Oh, no. Um. He says, the histories just say 10 because it sounds significant. Either way, I have failed in my diplomatic efforts. It is time to show them that we're not soft, brother. Oh, no. Hours ago, he would have leaped in excitement at this, but after seeing that child, after seeing Adolin, mm-hmm. that's my highlight, is that he's being presented with exactly what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I have a chance for you to go to war, brother, mm-hmm. and do what the Blackthorn does best. Enjoy the thrill. But he doesn't want to.
0: No, he's got something more important now.
1: You'll be anxious again in a few days, Dalinar told himself. A man can't change in a moment. Really?
0: He does have know. a point. This momentary elation of having a son. Adeline
1: in his life, yeah.
0: Will... Pass briefly and he will think of the battle and the thrill again. Right. Just like for a very brief moment, that fire moss made him forget everything. And then once that subsided, he wanted the fight and the thrill again. So eventually, you know, uh, Adolin in his arms is very much like a momentary high of fire moss. It will pass. Right. And the thrill and the 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 fight will... will want again. Right.
1: I like that, too, that that, that the thrill would look at the birth the same way that it would at the fire moss and go, no, no, I've got something better. I got you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I've got something better than this. Gavilar, he whispers, I'm worried. But you're still the Blackthorn, Dalinar. I'm not worried about whether I can win battles. I'm I'm like an animal, Gavilar. Did you hear about the bar fight? Storms, I can't be trusted around people. You are what the Almighty made you. I'm telling you, I'm dangerous. Sure, I can crush this little rebellion, bathe Oathbringer in some blood. Great, wonderful. But then what? I come back here and lock myself in a cage again? Mm -hmm. I might have something that will will help, his brother says. Bah, I've tried living a quiet life. I can't live through endless politics like you can. I need more than just words. Ha ha. Here
0: it starts, this little this little thing that D- Sanderson is doing here with the words thing, okay? Yeah. It carries through the rest just of the chapter words. here, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I need more than just words. So, I don't know. It seems to be fitting with this, like, breaking of your oaths, like.
0: Well, it's finding you know, new words, right?
1: Right, new words to speak, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You've been... You've merely been trying to restrain yourself. You've tried casting out the bloodthirst, but you haven't replaced it with anything else. Go and do what I command and then return and we can discuss this further. Dalinar stopped near his brother and then took a single purposeful step into his shadow. Remember this. Remember that you serve him. Mm -hmm. He would never return to that place that had almost led him to attack this man. When do I ride for the rift? Dalinar asks. You don't. But you just said that I'm sending you into battle, but not against the Rift. Our kingdom suffers threats from abroad. There is a new dynasty threatening us from Herdaz. A Reshi house has gained power there, and the Vedans have been raiding aleph in the southwest. They're claiming it's bandits, but the forces are too organized. It's a test to see how we react. Dalinar nods slowly. You want me to go fight on our borders? Remind everyone that we're still capable of employing the sword? Exactly. This is a dangerous time for us, brother. The High Prince's question. It's a united elfcar Is a united elfcar worth the trouble? Why bow before a king? Tanalan is the manifestation of their questions, but he has been careful not to stray into outright rebellion. If you attack him, the other High Princes could unite behind the rebels Mm -hmm. and we could shatter the kingdom that we have and have to start all over i will not allow that i will have a a unified alethkar it's funny how both brother both brothers here want this unification well we know so bad we don't know
0: how far back the visions are getting gavilar but we know unite them right so maybe Which is Gavilar, vague. it could be, I mean, I don't know this for sure. I'm sure we're going to get uh, yep. a bunch of Reddit posts when this comes out that people are going to be like, <laughs> no, no, no. But it's very possible that Gavilar has having the visions as far back as this and is hearing right? unite them. Maybe unite even them. as far yeah. back as before Alethkar was Alethkar and they were just all princedoms. We don't know how far back he was getting the visions.
1: Right. And just the the tenacity here, I will have a unified Mm Althkar, Even if I have to hit the hybrances so hard, they are forced to melt together from the heat of it. Mm -hmm. They need to remember that. They need to remember that. Go to Herdaz first and then Ya'Kaved. Remind everyone why they fear you. Mm -hmm. Gavilar met Dalinar's eyes. No, he was not soft. He thought like a king now. He sought the long term, but Gavilar Colin was as determined as ever. It will be done, Dalinar said. Storms, this day had been a tempest of emotion. Dalinar stalked toward the door. He wanted to see the child again. Brother, Gavilar says. Dalinar turned back and regarded Gavilar, who was bathed by the bleeding light of a fire reaching its end. mm mm-hmm. I thought that was quite poetic. Mm-hmm. Words are important, Gavilar said, much more than you give them credit for being. Perhaps, Dalinar said, but if they were all powerful, you wouldn't need my sword, would you? Perhaps. I can't fi- I can't help feeling words would be enough if only I knew the right ones to say. Mm-hmm.
0: So much little imagery in this little part here with the words. He says... I know. um, He's like, you are what the Almighty made you. I'm telling you I'm dangerous. Sure, I can crush little rebellions, uh, bathe Oathbringer in some blood. Great, wonderful. Then what? I come back here and I lock myself in a cage. So you unleash the the Blackthorn and then I'm supposed to go back and live a normal life after letting out the the monster out of the cage. And then he says to him, I... Might have something that will help. Yeah, he's saying to them, I might have actually something that will help with that. He also says, Hold on, uh, there's another part here. Uh, it says something like, Do as I command, and we will talk about alternatives when you get back, right? Or yeah, does he say that.
1: So that's just at the bottom of. Well, I think we have different text per chance. but you want to uh, do, you, do um, you have it
0: there? You want to read it?
1: Um. Just words. You've been merely trying to restrain yourself. You've tried casting out the bloodthirst, but you haven't replaced it with anything. Right. Go and do what I command, then return, and we can discuss further.
0: So I think that what Gavilar is referring to here are the I codes. I might have something that can,
1: yeah. Are the codes. Are the,
0: it's the beginning is, uh, of the journey that the, Gavilar is on right Is the right way now. of kings. Yeah. It's the way of kings. It's the codes. It's what, it's the journey that Gavilar is currently on. He's saying, I actually have something that will help you. And it will help you. eventually it does help him. It takes yeah, you're you know, right. 20 some odd years to get there for, Gavel, uh, for, right. for Dalinar, but eventually it does help him. Mm-hmm. Right. D- Dal- Dalinar has to go through a whole thing of... This, this upcoming war and um, clearly the loss of his wife and then forgetting about her because he made a deal with the Night Watcher and all this other stuff that we don't really know the specifics about yet. No. All this takes him years and years and years and years to get to a place where he could finally get this alternative that Gavilar is talking about. Right. And they are right. the words of the codes and the way of kings, right? Yeah. And then, um, and then he says... He says, uh, perhaps, but we're all too, uh, if they were all powerful, you wouldn't need my sword, would you? And, he, and Gavilar says, perhaps I can't help feeling words would be enough if I only knew the right ones to say. The right ones to say are more than likely the words you say when you make an oath to become radiant. Right. So Gavilar's already there starting to think about this stuff, right? But he
1: doesn't know... He doesn't Does know the right words to point? say yet. He doesn't. Right.
0: He's he's trying to unlock that, and one yeah. of the ways he tries to unlock that is by bringing back the 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 enemy, so that the radiance can start coming back in opposition. The other, right. the last thing I want to rem- remind you of is right, Gavilar. Amazing. As he's dying in the v- the second chapter of the whole series, Zeth yes. hunts him down, kills him. And Gavilar says, you need to pass a message to my brother. And then Zeth writes it on that piece of wood. My brother must find the most important words a man can say. Right. Dude, I got goosebumps all over my body. So this (laughs) is like this one of these reverse foreshadowings that... That Sanderson yeah. does with these flashbacks, yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. He's he's showing us that the i that Gavilar has been thinking about this stuff for a very
1: long time now. For a long time, yeah. Wow, you're right. It's nice. Uh, I'm so glad that you illuminated that for me oh. and pieced that together. That's great. Great. That's really great. Does this That's mean I'm highlight. a highlight this chapter? Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Well, because it, um, <laughs> yeah. Like I I hadn't, to be honest with you, because. I was reading it thinking that, you know, Gavilar is uh, an opportunist. He's not soft. He's mm-hmm. using tactics in a different way. He, um, I mean, and even he admits like, I'm going to force the high prince. Like yep. it sounds very didactic. Mm-hmm. It sounds very warmongery mm-hmm. and unforgiving. And I mean, all of that. So I was thinking with the Blackthorn, he's just going to use his brother. Right. And, uh, and he, and he says something like, you know, oh, I'm, I've got I've got something that can help you with that. But but for now, go and do what I need you to do. Yeah, I don't want you to be so okay I kinda, now.
0: I want you to be okay later after I've used you.
1: Right. right. And so I was kind of more suspicious of it, of him saying, I have something that may be able to help. Mm-hmm. But you're saying, look, it, again, it's kind of complex. It's both things are true. Mm-hmm. He's going to use his brother to get something done that he wants. Right. And also
0: offer him a way to be
1: able to calm the Black Thorn. The Way of and, Kings. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. That's it's that's more complex. But
0: clearly, something happens that stops Gavilar from sharing it with them over the course of almost twenty years. This is twenty-three years ago. We know Gavilar because gets assassinated Gavilar, seven years ago. So that's sixteen years where Gavilar doesn't share the. Words of, or the, codes the way of kings. or the way of kings with him.
1: How does and, how does Dalinar first discover? He discovers it because after Gavilar gets
0: assassinated, gets assassinated. He's yeah. interested. He, he you know by, by the point when Gavilar gets assassinated, Dalinar is a complete drunk, and right. He's kind That's of right. an embarrassment to the the kingdom and to the family, and he's he is literally drunk off his ass when Zeth kills Gavilar. When he, yeah. Right. Yeah. And then that shame of not being there to defend his brother from assassination right. spurs his sobriety, and then he ends up trying to investigate where Gavilar was because he said uh, near the end there, Gavilar was very strange. He was talking some weird things, and this yeah, is the beginnings right. of it, right?
1: So right. that's when he starts to investigate
0: the codes and the Way of Kings because he knew. That Gavilar was having those books read to him. He couldn't read them in secret because he can't read. Right. But he could, he was getting his scribes and Yasna, because we know that Yasna read the Way of Kings to her father a few times. And that's how he found out about those books was through Yasna. And that's when Jalinar started going on his own journey and became the person that he is now.
1: <laughs> I love it. It's, it's cool, great. right? Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. It's Sometimes amazing. we need a little love, reminding of the yeah, last of two course. books that we read or whatever, no, right? Of course. It's so much to absorb for me and take in. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like it's it's so funny how the experience of reading this is just um I I think I often extrapolate and have so many swirling weird theories that yeah. I'm still clinging on to. And I forget to come back down and piece together what's presented. Right. Right? So well, this is what you just is did is great for doing that. Most, like most of us, pieces.
0: most of the readers, get a chance to read these books several times... You know, we'll right. read it once and especially now in this new day and age when there's so many podcasts and YouTube videos and dissections sure. and, you know, there's the 17th Shard, which is a website where you can go to and, you know, look up all the stuff. There's Coppermine, which has all the different things on right. it, like all the quotes and all that stuff. So there are all these uh, resources for listener for readers to be able to go and then investigate more on the books Right, where you are stuck not being able to do any of that. You have to read a chapter and then yeah. extrapolate the meaning of it without doing any research. That's you right. You know, we are we truthfully are putting you in like reader's damnation by forcing <laughs> you to. You know, you're like you were torturing That's you funny. for millennia. You know what I mean? And you haven't okay. given up yet. You you are strong okay. as ta, as Talonel the, the Stone Sinew. You. Yeah, you're all, uh, uh, you're like the Herald of War. <laughs> i love suffering our 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 torture so um it is why are you torturing me sean you are i've said this to 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 the gang before to some of the people on discord and i don't know if i've actually said it on the pod before but you are experiencing books not just the stormlight archive or the cosmere like you're experiencing a just reading novels in a very different way than most people ever read novels Right. You're reading I it. Would, you're, yeah, you're have right. a short time to think about it and then you're rereading it live and then having to give your opinions and thoughts on it. And thoughts. Two and, chapters yeah. at a time. Yeah. Most people yeah. will read a book and then find someone to talk oh, crazy. to about it or go online and go, <laughs> Hey, I love that part in the book when now you're you're having to do it every couple of chapters and have to remember every chapter beforehand to be able to understand the meaning, right? So Right, which I don't. It's definitely which is a little unfair. Very hard for me. <laughs> yeah. I think no, you know what? I think you're doing a fucking amazing job, bro. Reading these books. Well, thank you, and well, like right back at you. I, well, thank you very thanks much for.
1: I, I've, well, although thanks for not. Well, there's been a few times that you have, I don't know, the Yasna thing where you led well, me astray, or not led me astray, but. You know, I, I, I got to produce you, this you, show too, right? If this you, is not you, you just you about
0: this is not just about reading a book, <laughs> I've got to make it entertaining for people to listen to us read a book. So, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, <laughs> right? So, but uh, so Fair my enough. highlight, my highlight is you, since uh, you you said my your highlight was me. I'll say my highlight is you, and also oh, Adolin being born, because you know we need our we need our precious born, boy yeah. being born. So. I know. Um, I can't wait to get some more. You know, I actually miss Adolin in this part. He just got oh, no POVs, and I really miss no Adolin POV right yet. now.
1: Yeah, of course. I think we're going to get some serious events with this Kolinar situation
0: when they go when they do this mission. Yeah, yeah, I think we're going to get a little bit more POVs yeah. from. I think Kolinar is
1: going to be a. I don't know. It's going to be quite a. Going to be could potentially be in the trenches for yeah. that one.
0: Well, let's get into the yeah. trenches of in- info dumpery here while we uh, go through what sure. Buzzkill Joe Our has got for us. Dump. We want to thank Buzzkill Joe greatly for all the work that he does for this. Um, we, um, you know, we love you, buddy, and thank you so much. Um, so, chapter forty-nine. 49- oh wait, chapter forty-seven, forty-eight. <laughs> rhythm of war. <laughs> forty-eight and forty-nine. That's right. Yeah, rhythm of war. I'm never going to stop oh doing that. That's right. Um, we find <laughs> out that there is um, a town called Inkwell in between Revelar and Colinar. There's um, a place called Ishar's Field near Inkwell. Um, the um, scenery here was better, the Moash says, than the Shattered Plains. Um, the uh, like you know, like rock buds and gnarled root trees are, are grow more abundantly. it's not so sparse as over in the um, the Shattered Plains um really gross um uh leather made from eel skin um <laughs> i'm sure it's beautiful um <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah that's as much as we got for uh chapter 49 uh, 48 and 49 looks like we don't actually have anything here on our info dump. Um, we there was a lot of stuff going on here in the chapter 40, uh, 49. Um, I think we covered it pretty much. I'm not going to really belabor the point and go through it again. There is obviously we meet Bashan and we meet Bashin Havar, and Havar. Uh, these, yep. these two friends. We find out that Dalinar has been getting into bar fights. And we got some strong, strong fire moss thrill addiction uh, imagery here. Battling, yeah. Yeah, so um, obviously beautiful that we find out what Adelin's na- Adeline's name means. Born Unto Light, which is the chapter title. Um, I think he's definitely um, a light in a dark space. All the people that we deal with who have... Um, mental health issues and trauma and all this stuff. And Adolin seems to be just kind of like a happy-go-lucky, happy to be here. You know, Um, he tries to cheer people up. He's, he's like the good parts of Shallan without any of the trauma, you know, he's just, he's just a good dude who is wholly himself, doesn't care about yeah. you know how embarrassing it might be that he's into fashion or you know he's yeah, none of those I like m- a typical you know modern male stereotypes that like are are so stupid I I it's one of the reasons why I love him like he can be a jock and be a fashion nerd or he can be a jock and be yeah. you know he can be also polite he can love his brother he can have respect for his father yeah. all these things I, yeah. I just I really love I've always loved the character of Adolin so Adolin, thank God yeah. he was born In this chapter. I was really, really loving that. So, (laughs) um, yeah. So, um, that's the end of the episode, everyone. If you want to support the show, you can go and do so at patreon.com slash heroes of, you can get the discord link, get involved in the conversation. Um, we are a little spoiler here. Going to be doing a live read soon in the next oh. few weeks. We're getting close I to the end of this that. chapter. Yeah, we're at, at end of this part two. Oh. We're going to be doing a live read and if you're interested in that live read, make sure that you sign up at patreon.com slash heroes of and you can be part of the uh, broadcast for the live read. Um, also, if you want to reach out to us and uh, correct all the things we said that were wrong, you can do so at heroes of a at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at, Twitter, uh, at uh, heroes of one. Uh, you can reach out on the storm pod at uh, Instagram or join up on the um, subreddit on the storm pod or the facebook page storm pod so yeah just uh find us we're all we're out there we're lurking not that much but we're we're out there you can find us and you can reach out um so next chapter jack we're gonna read two chapters we're gonna do chapter 50 okay. and chapter 51 um mm-hmm. there is no mm-hmm. secret little peaks that you can look at there's nothing fun like that this mm-hmm. time unfortunately i know that you were i enjoying did see
1: that. i did see the title of the of chapter 50 just now yeah I-
0: all right. Well, that's not a, mm-hmm. that's not a big spoiler, but, um, yeah. So, anyways, Shush. everyone, uh, enjoy um, uh, your um, whatever. <laughs> enjoy whatever it is you're doing right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, we thank you for listening. We love you very much. Until next time.
1: Take care, everybody.
0: The Storm Pod is brought to you by Heroes of. Music and theme song by Jack Forrest Productions. Additional music by Jason Moray. Produced by our wonderful Patreon team and the heroes of Acathra.